Hey, she mad at me because I had a cousin three way. I just had to start it. <laughs> I had to start recording because we were just we we're, we we're going too good. Grandmama kicked me straight out of her place. <laughs> she got pissed because I had a cousin three way. Pat blue ribbon hanging on the tailgate. Steel balls, man, on my trunk sideways. <laughs> Gonna shoot skeet with my boys in daybreak. I can redneck rap all day, dude. Let's do this. Slowly, like I, I can get it out. It's gonna take me a minute. Fuck Long John's a free ball every day. <laughs> Ain't cold outside. I got no windows on the freeway. Took the doors off my jot off my Jeep because I ain't. <laughs> what? Oh, you I got it. You were gonna say gay. Don't hide. <laughs> Don't hide. Took the doors off my Jeep because I look gay. <laughs> That's happy. That's happy. That's a bundle of sticks. Well, now that we've offended people in the first minute, <laughs> uh, welcome to Moped Monday podcast. Here's um, some shitty intro music for you. So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? Get my dip from the 7-Eleven off of East Main. <laughs> <laughs> Got that skull uh, you're Copenhagen green. That menthol dip. Ding. Yeah. You never seen the good old boys that like take their soda off and they roll their uh, their shirt up real tight on their around their thumb, and then they take a shirt like this and just. Right in, at the mouth of a beer can or a pop can and just like shove it down and open it up and make a spit can. Ugh. I've definitely done the thing where I've seen people like use their thumb to crack it open wider yeah. so they can drink it faster. Well, make the big mouth. Well, you need a speed hole because you're going to get fucked up fast and have a three-way with your cousins. You got you to gotta get on that level. <laughs> right here in Virginia, we like to hunt deer and awkwardly stare at our cousins. Is that what we do? I don't think I've ever done that. I'd probably awkwardly stare at my cousin. Yeah, I'm not going to say I haven't. I've definitely brought friends. I've got a good looking family, so I'm sure I've stared at my cousin. I've brought, I'm like, damn. I've brought look, friends to look family, good over there. family meals, like Thanksgiving or some shit. And my boy would be like, oh man, what's up with your cousin, bro? And I'm like, I don't I, know. I, I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, I couldn't tell you, man. What do you mean? Is she fine? <laughs> like, is that my cousin? I Did I miss the memo? I don't look at her that way. <laughs> that should be our next um, uh, knockoff song. I think that'd be funny. That, that girl's song's pretty popular right now. Is that a girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was like an adolescent dude. <laughs> nah, it's a girl. Her shit's, her shit's funny. I can't remember her name and stuff. People are like, oh my god, how do you not know that? I'm like, because uh, cause, uh, cause I don't. <laughs> so, what's up? Welcome to... Why don't I know it? Why not? Welcome to... What's your guess? How come I don't know it? Um... Why are you going to put me on the spot like that? You know I'm going to say it's because you're Caucasian. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm a, the most crackerist. I don't even know half the fucking country songs and who does them. Because I, I, I got shit for brains and can't remember anything. Oh, man. 
That's funny. Um, so welcome to episode fifty-four. Mm. I think that's where we're at. Yeah, something like that. Who cares? Fifty-four. Fifty-five. Fifty-four. Your good friends, um, Thomas and Biggie, back at it again. Back at, I'm back at it again. She's my moped all over again. Come on, rap master, play. Brap. Brap rap master. God, I hate the word brap. Brap. Matt Brapper's geeking out right now. He's like, brap, brap. I invented the name brap. Dude, so, I don't know, man. I'm excited. This this week's been chill. Um, you play mopeds? I played some mopeds. Mm, did I play mopeds? Moped Monday was chill. We had uh, Danny from Legion in town. His band was playing a show here. So uh, It's a shame they're not very good. <laughs> I didn't stick around. I had to like leave, like take a nap and stuff. But uh, Danny from Legion's band play. I can't even tell you the name of the band. I'm like, uh, Los Pedros or uh, yeah, can't Los something. Yeah, yeah. Ask ask one of the Legion boys. They know. It's like a party pump punk rock. It's on the tip of my tongue because I yeah. I threw the sticker in their trash today. <laughs> it's like some party some party punk rock. So that's not true. I didn't throw the sticker in the trash, but I wanted to. They were uh, they were doing it. It was actually uh, the bands there. There's a local Richmond band, a uh, girl bass player killing it. She fucking murdered. Their whole band was good. Uh, Danny and the Boys, Los, whoever the hell, whatever the name is exactly. Those guys put on a great show. Their front man, it's like it's like theatrics almost. Like he, the dude was up there selling it. Uh, I don't know who the guitarist singer was, but it was like. Facial expressions, the timing of the music. It was a lot of fun. It was cool. They, they did a good job. So if you get a chance, look up uh, Danny from Legion, Los Wichamacallums, and <laughs> try to find them on the interwebs. But it was a good show. It was fun. Hell yeah. It was decent. Yeah. Um, we, did the, we did a little ride before that from Open Monday. It was, uh, it was small. It was just me and Jax and uh, our friend Frankie came out on a motorcycle. She's got a Tomos, but we've like yet to like... Solve her Thomas problems or Thomas woes. I can solve them. We can, they can be solved. Yeah, but I'm like, just watching the gamut get run. <laughs> I'm just standing back and watching the uh, experts work on it. <laughs> We're all experts. None of us are experts, dude. It's fucking mopeds. No, I know. Um, like, who was the last time you checked some fucking like spec and like gaps and like real fucking manuals and stuff? I'm like, I don't, I don't look at any. I do. Ever. Yeah, I do. I stopped. <laughs> I've got the books and I read them. I'm so unprofessional. Now, even still, I built a million pooks and I still open the fucking thing and look at this, like the exploded view to make sure the shims are right. I love like, like when I like listen to like Harley, like uh, listen to NAR talk or something and like listen to talk about like. Tight yeah, is right, man. No, Tight no, is right. No, they're for real. They're like Harley manual. What's the manual say? What's the manual say? Well, what's the manual say? It's always like referring to the manual because they have to be precise because like those bikes are already like rattle boxes and stuff and like prone to fuck up yeah i wonder about that like maybe the manual's wrong because these guys nowadays are like way smarter and way the machining so much better they could probably take their shit that they've got and machine it just a smidge and make the fucking tolerances that much better i don't know man. no oil leaks no nothing they got funny things in their manuals that like are legit just like some chibi joe shit but it's actually in the book like, yeah you ever heard of getting like uh bearings out with grease <coughs> excuse me like packing grease into like a, a the back of a bearing hole and and putting like a the shaft in there and smacking it Mm-mm. and it pushes the bearing right out hmm. that's crazy yeah a little redneck trick mm-hmm. people use rope too but rope's not as good 
But yeah, oh dude, I took uh, I took Jax out to like a a little Philip Morris loop. You beat him? No, no, he got his bike all back together. So we're like, all right, cool man, let's see uh, if your bike's gonna hold up. And my bike had just got rebuilt right before that scooter rally, so I'd only been on one ride. I'm like, all right, well, let's go see if both our bikes break down or not. And we just like went way out past like Philip Morris and did a whole like back road around Philip Morris loop. And um, <laughs> gross, bro. Yeah. Now, look, we just lost 10 more listeners. Like, you're so offensive. Dude, it stinks, too. It's awful. I'm glad I'm not sick. It's like hot there. wings and Trash. bingo beer, whatever the fuck it was. Trash food. Yeah, garbage. Well, yeah. No um, veggies. There's a thing about uh, not having bright headlights on your moped, and you're like, every time you ride your bike, you're like, I should take care of this. I should fix my lights. I should, I should change that. And then you leave in the daylight. Yeah, then you're like, oh, man, I'm riding. It's daytime. It feels fine. Ne- never mind. I'll be back before dark. No yeah. problem. Wink, and wink. we went on a night ride, and we got to this black-ass, like, dark fucking street, and neither one of us had good lights. We're just, like, barely seeing anything, and, like, luckily, Frankie's on a motorcycle, so she, like, hit the high beams behind us, and it was like, God, just, like, lit up the street for us, dude. It was crazy. God comes in the form <laughs> of a hot chick. On a Vulcan <laughs> tonight. Thank you, Frankie, for lighting the way. Yeah, Frankie's cool. She's a good. She's a, a great egg. May yeah. I say? Mm, she's she's a character. She's funny. And like the ride was cool. We just like nothing crazy. It was simple. We just rode around and like fucking got back to the show and kicked it for a little bit. And like Noah and a couple other people showed up. Like Cuppy came out. So I mm. scored two Satan's uh, Pintos. Oh, word from where? From Barrow. Robert Barrow hooked me up. Oh, he came off his bikes? Uh, he got them from an old Satan. Like, Emily and Chance sold them to this couple. He, like, bought a house off a of river road and, was, like, rode them around quite a bit. Mm-hmm. They're tagged and everything for the most part. And I guess they'd been sitting a few years, and they were moving. They're like, we're going to get this shit out of here. We don't know what to do with it. Called Robert. I guess he got a good deal on it. Mm-hmm. He passed that deal on to me. That's right. But I gave him some extra money on top of it. Yeah. He probably was still making some. I think he got him for crazy cheap. Yeah, probably. Because he sold it to me for crazy cheap. And That's then they right. got a line on a sax G3. Looks like it's minty. Hopefully I'll get that coming in the door soon. I saw a real rough one online that was kind of dusty. Yeah. That's like that. This one's supposed to be local. What else? Uh, put together that tore apart that TX50 finally and got it like oh, yeah, in pieces. The, swapped the motor over to the other bike. Got it running. Alex. Listed that one for sale for cheap. Um... What else have we done? We're doing it, man. We got some bikes coming down the pipe, man. We're trying to, we're trying to grow our scene, man. We're trying to put bikes out, cheap get, and expensive. Get more, yeah, you a little know, bit of both. A little bit of both. You know, you want a bike with a kit, or you want the stocker for like four hundred bucks. Realistically, dude, that top tank I put together, it's ratchet, but I like unsaled it. You know, put real chain on it, like fixed a few t- stupid things, but now it's got a low mileage TX fifty, like brand new engine on it mm-hmm. for four hundred bucks. You yeah. can get the bike for, you it know, like deal. that's fucking a great deal. Lights work, runs around, all the cables are there, stops, you know, like starts easy. Not perfect. Oh, I think, new pipe. I think the way we're going right now, dude, if we keep bikes stacked, we keep them like, online and we keep like, you know, like showing out, trying to like be visible. I think like when spring and like summer. Like, yeah, I'm hoping to be able to come out tomorrow. Next year and shit, we're going to like have a good amount of new people coming, coming around, hopefully. Maybe. Hopefully. Wintertime's here. It's a tough time of the year for all you mopeders out there. Yeah. Us included. 
That's the goals. Um, so today we're just gonna keep it simple. It's just gonna be Thomas chatting it up. Oh, they, um, they just lost ten more listeners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we reached out to like uh, our Instagram. So if you haven't followed us, all you can follow us on Instagram. It's uh, Moped Monday Podcasts. And if you ever have a question or a topic or something you want us to get into, cousin three way, <laughs> you can email us at mopedmondaypodcast at gmail dot com. And we also have the voicemail line. We haven't had a voicemail in a while, but uh, the number and everything's on our Instagram page. So um, let's uh, let's jump in. Let's jump into some topics, dude. Um, first off, um, voting time. It's a uh, moped army official time to vote for the new proposed branches. Um, Is it? I yeah. wouldn't know. <laughs> Thomas, you know, they decided to quit Moped Army and retire, and now they can't see. Oh, they didn't tell me if I was going to retire. I didn't have any <laughs> no, any no. lurking privileges. Yeah, your lurking access well, is revoked. I don't expect to vote. I just want to lurk. Yeah, I should have re- reapplied this year, dude. I think you would have got in. I think it would have been perfect. Oh, we did. They turned us down. No, you didn't. We would apply as the skunks. <laughs> New Moped Gang. I'm, I'm sick of the old gang. <laughs> well, you guys did it. And anyway, the the clubs are up right now. It's the Crypt Keepers from Goshen. Um, then we got the Graveyard Shifters. They say Baltimore. It's not really Baltimore, but, you know, around Maryland area. Um, yeah, let's stop there. What's up? Where the fuck is your club from? Let's start there. Me? No. Graveyard Shifters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not really from Baltimore, but it's, we're applying as a Baltimore club. Well, they're applying like, as the Maryland club. It's like the only Maryland club. So, no one else in Maryland is fucking riding mopeds, apparently. So, they're just going to claim Baltimore? Well, it's the closest major city. Does anybody live there? I don't think I so. I wonder. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm not I'm not saying that you know, but you know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not I'm not in their club. Like, Curious. we're friends with them enough, we think we know like, who actually live there. But I think they're If all, we like, reapply, should we reapply for a different place? That'd be funny. We replies like Virginia Beach or something. Texas, because because uh, cause Bill's down there. Yeah, Virginia Beach. Where's Richie at? <laughs> uh, I think he's in Vegas right now. We replies Vegas Club. Yeah, somewhere in Nevada. <laughs> I think he's out there uh, doing some secret missions. He's waiting for the people to to storm the storm the hangars. Yeah, that's funny. Fucking helicopter repairman, dude. This is wild. He's- cool job. Yeah, I think he like basically looks at fighter jets go out and then not have problems and come back in. And he goes, oh, you didn't have any problems? Cool. I'm going to go back trolling the internet. That's funny. Uh, my, my friend uh, works, my boy Carl works at, uh, he worked for this place here where all they did was like they bought like uh, airplane parts, like jet parts and stuff. Yeah. Like that's just working the shop and like, they ordered parts online. They were like a contractor for the government, just buying parts online, making a shit ton of money. It's the way to go. Yeah. And then they got like... Just move something you don't even own. Yeah. And then I got transferred like and got a job at the like, Department of Defense and everything. And like... Dude, it was sick. He had a good deal. Like they paid for his move to D.C. And for the first year, he was just like in a program. Temporary housing shit. Yeah. So they put him in... They paid for his apartment. And they gave him like $600 a month allotment for food. Like a... Like, you know, food per diem money. Yeah, and it's like, dude, he's not—he's a single male. He's not spending that much money, so he's pocketing all that extra money. They paid for his apartment that was that was furnished, and like, just like you can get those up, gigs, man. but I mean, a lot of those guys are paying for it. Like, you might—excuse me—you might get that killer gig, but that fucking hustling around and getting shipped out last second, 
You know, like Rich is dealing with that. They, you know, he gets a good gig. It's a contract job. Well, his is all his was all office stuff, so it wasn't like okay. yeah. But still, I mean, Fowler was is an office dude. I mean, they, he's a kind. He was a contract dude. Got shipped out, moved around a little bit. You know, then mm-hmm. it shook it in any minute. You know, somebody buys out that office. You know, department. Boom, you're you're in limbo. Yeah. You know, I met my mom, dude. After 40, 40 years. 35 or something like that like she like towards the end of her career like uh yeah somebody just her, bought the department out her whole department got outsourced to like another country done and <laughs> so they just like fired a whole department she's like a manager department and like they outsourced her whole department and like instead of her just like getting another job she had like reapply for a different position it's like yeah you've been here for 30 years or time for you to reapply now you're a grunt <laughs> she, sorry they, they gave her a good spot she still came in like a manager position in a different department but like it was like damn that's crazy yeah, because it's cheaper to keep her, basically. You know, like, for training and all that shit, she already knows the systems, you know? Yeah, yeah. Ugh. But back to the back to the voting. So we got Crypt Keepers. We got uh, Graveyard Shifters. We got LSLB. We got Mopit. We got the Shanks. And we have Spicy Boys. We've pretty much talked to every one of those clubs on the show. At one point in time. Yeah. Um, we didn't... Like, I talked to LSLB, like, when they were doing the Baker's Dozen. And we didn't actually, like, put that out. It was just like, it was, it was a clip, and we were supposed to like put it together with a couple other things, and we didn't get a hold of all the rest of the clubs or teams that were racing, so I never put that out. Never but came to fruition. Everyone fucking knows those dudes. They've been around forever, like Boston, the Boston crew, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, you would think so, but I didn't really know them that well when I met them, you know? Oh, I've seen them everywhere. You've seen them, like... I've seen them, but, like, like getting to know somebody is a different thing. Yeah, that's man. a hard thing with rallies. It's really difficult. It's like, like, we say that... Since we've been doing the show, it's like, yo, that's one of the reasons why I'm doing the shows. Because, like, you go to rallies, you meet all these people, you meet all these clubs, you make friends with a couple people. But not, like, everyone from that club is the ones who are coming to rallies. So you don't really get a whole gist and a whole breakdown. And if you're like everybody else who goes out with your click, you kind of just stick with your click, you know? It's it's difficult to branch out and, you know, have that fucking meet and greet. Yeah, it still might take, you know, seeing the same person two or three times at different rallies in different states. That was the whole idea. Before you're actually tight with them. Yeah, that's kind of the whole idea with the ride and chatter. The chatter wasn't, like, cold necessarily. It was kind of, like, (laughs) talk. Yeah. yeah. Hang out and talk with, like, campfire and bullshit, you know? Get to meet meet new people. You mean the uh, Chad Burke ripoff title? (laughs) Chad Burke ripoff. Love you, Burke. Like, did you see his pictures of his uh, European vacation? Yeah, yeah. I think Dose was with them, dude. Oh, yeah? I think so. But sick, sick bikes. Like, did you see that little uh, Mad guy? Mad Vespa Tech. Yeah, I commented on one because one of those bikes I found at an auction the other day, and I bid on it like crazy, and like, I just couldn't go that far because it was like two and a half hour drive to go get it. Mm. You know, and then the auction fees, once it gets up past, like, <laughs> it's 18% auction fees. It was like $85 auction fee or something on top of the Damn. 300 bucks to buy it. I'm like, uh, that's, that's, that's it's lot. still worth it, but. Do we talk about that fucking Moto Compo? No, not yet. Oh, man. I saw, I came across on Facebook Marketplace, of all places, scrolling Facebook Marketplace last week, dude. Something I've never seen on Facebook Never seen on Facebook Marketplace. I've never seen one on Craigslist. They're, they're so Rare few and far between. Redneck term hen's teeth? Rare's hen's teeth? <laughs> never heard that redneck term. <laughs> yeah. It's like, my family's from Beaverdam. They don't say that one. <laughs> Rare's hen's teeth. Fine as frog's hair. Hey, girl, you fine as frog's hair. Gross. <laughs> but uh, I came across the Moto Campo in, like, really mint condition. And the guy had a bunch of, like, Honda stuff. He had a he had a Campo, and he also has a, a Cub 90. 
which is like really nice condition too. And I'm like, damn, my club's kind of sick. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Woo! Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, yeah, do you still, do you really? I was like, my, like, there's like any. It's the sweat starts yeah, pouring yeah, like, down your face. Your, 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 so your thumb bad. trembles. <laughs> yeah, do you really have <laughs> aggressive <laughs> exclamation point, all caps? Because you know, it was just some joke. Like, they took the picture from somewhere else, and it's just like they're advertising the bikes they have or some bullshit. I'm like, yeah, do you really have a Motocompo in a, in a Club 90? And he's like, Motocompo sold. And I'm like, fuck. It's probably sold before you even put it online. Dude, probably, man. Like, that shit sold. And then he said the Cub 90, he wanted three grand. And I'm like, damn, he probably wanted the same kind of money for the fucking Motocompo if he knew what was what was up. You can get them. Yeah, you can order them from overline and get them overseas and get them fucking shipped and stuff. But the like, dudes up the street that do the, the hot boy, like, right-hand drive uh, fart pipe car imports. Bring him I feel in. like that's not as fun as the fucking Pokemon fucking moped hunter shit that we're on, man. Yeah. Like, that's half the fun about playing mopeds is, like, the hunt. And the Craigslist fine. Or the, the lucky or, score. Or the lucky score that fell in your lap. And you got, like, yo, what? I just got this horde of sick bikes. And like that, that minty the, city bike. Yeah, you get to rub it in your friends' faces and be, like, put it on the internet and be, like, ah, look what I found, you idiots. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that. This week. But I got to the, like... I called those and ordered my, you know, like yeah, Vespa mini bike. Yeah, it was like my birthday present. Yeah, I mean that's tight too. It's tight that we're in the day and age where like you can easily just like you know hit up Dose or hit up some other place and just like order up what you want. Like yeah, let me order order some shit straight up. Hey Blake, I want to get like one of these. <laughs> like when you get one, can you call me? Even though they still haven't called me on my Fox, man. What the fuck, bro? I think you need to send them money. <laughs> uh, that's that how this was, works yeah i think i'd have to actually like, like if you if you like all right here's a thousand bucks yeah real commitment <laughs> and then when you when you find a good fox you get the rest of the money yeah i think i think pretty much what i'm doing is just like saying like hey you should get a fox to like help like blackmail me into actually buying it and i'll, I'll guilt me into actually getting it and then i'll just be like i can't afford it bro like i'll buy it uh, things are tight <laughs> i'll buy it and bill you monthly for it so you on a payment plan. That's funny. That's how we work in Virginia, dude. Thomas is the bank. <laughs> what what kind of bikes do you guys want? Yeah, I'm still holding on to your clutches. I know. I got I got them. I'm coming. Thomas Thomas and I'm Pook Jammer. Coming for those clutches. Coming for those clutches, son. Uh so anyway, back on topic. <laughs> um I'm gonna vote right now for the clubs. Um I'm going yes on every club. Are you going to officially vote? Like, so your vote right here on the air is your official black, black member club vote. Yeah. In the form. I'm on the form. I'm in the club and I'm, I'm putting out my vote right now. There's like, do I have any say in this? No, you don't got any say in my vote. Get out of here. Come on. Um, Let me influence you. You haven't even read the threads because you can't. I tried for five seconds, but we were grilling <laughs> fucking cheeseburgers, dude. You ever try to read and grill cheeseburgers? You should ask me for my password. I will let you lurk for a week, man. I don't think that's fair. I don't like doing that. <laughs> I'm sure there's still. If I'm supposed to be in there, lurk. I should be in there. You know, like it. I don't mind like lurking a teeny bit, but like I'm not really trying to. I feel like you should have still been able to lurk while you were. I like, think so too. While you were like retired because it's like you're retired you're not like you should still be up on that kind of shit you can't vote but you can lurk the and see the you know and comment on it and things like that yeah because there's like retired people that can comment on other things yeah hmm hmm so anyway i'm going i'm going yes on everyone that's that's my vote 
Like I kind of want to see it grow. I want to see. Let's let's go one by one. Why are you going yes on on each club? Uh, and let's see if I can rebuttal that or create an argument for it. The Crypt Keeper is the club that I really don't know a whole lot about, and they kind of have some drama around like their captain Josh, who's like Motiv Motivkin or Motiv. I can't remember his fucking. His handle. Name, yeah. So you're going like, to vote yes versus an abstain vote to this club that you're not well-versed in. I'm not well-versed in them. And abstain vote is not a no vote. Yeah, abstain's just It's just, just like, passing the buck. Yeah. To a club that knows more about them, or a vote that knows more about them in theory. Or you can sway the vote because you believe that even though the talk could be real... There's a chance it might be bullshit, and you're willing to take the risk and say, "Yeah, well, let's give them a chance." I, I, there's clubs that they have drama with that I know better. Yeah, and I believe those clubs. And there's like mad debate, like in my personal clubs, like chat and stuff, and it's all pertaining to the one dude in their club. Yeah, like, one, one bad apple isn't going to spoil the bats yeah, necessarily. Like, like, like Motobrocaine, that's like his name. And it's like... I don't know, it's just this one dude is like weighing down a whole bunch of other people. And... And it's like, I... I, I don't know, it's hard to say. It's like, I respect the club, because like, the other dudes in the club aren't just like, you guys are right, he's out, fuck him. Like, vote us in. Like, the dudes in yeah. the club are, are backing him up. And, like, yeah, like... Yeah, he's a dick, whatever. But, listen, he's our teammate, and... Yeah, they got... What, what the good does... What what he does good outweighs the bad. Like, they got loyalty, dude. And, like, that's that's the thing. It's, like, when I was growing up with my fucking circle of friends I was running with, like, running the streets and getting in trouble and doing dumb stuff and getting in fights, it was, like, my fucking best friend could be wrong, 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 wrong all day. But you will say he's right. But if he's in some shit over what he's wrong about, I'm still going to have his back over the situation. And when it's over and we're in private, we can like discuss yeah. like you know. That's, yo, a, bro, that's like, a that's a really unique way of, lo- of looking at it too. Like it's like yo, you were fucking up. You got us all in this shit, and your actions are like reflecting on all of us. But but we're all going to get out of this together. Yeah, and I can just leave him fucking hanging. And that's kind of how I feel about it. It's like yeah, the dudes in this club like. Are hearing about some drama that he was involved in, and but they're still like kind of like backing him up over the situation, and that could, I don't know, that could lead to like him having repercussions within his own club later, or someone else taking the fucking helm and like you know trying to lead their ship. See, captain. Yeah, he's the captain, but like someone else trying to lead their ship like down a better path or something. Dude, sometimes it takes some fucking shaking, somebody to shake shit up to be a captain. Yeah. Now. And they've done cool shit, dude. They're like, uh, they're like, uh, apparently they're like in Goshen, Indiana, which is like where kind of like motion left is a lot. A lot of the things like members that used to be in motion left. And, uh, apparently they like, you know, get the test motion left parts early. They kind of did the whole Grumacon thing a couple years ago. Like that big grum, so as, grum as rally group, thing. The group is solid. Yeah. As a group, it's like it's a moped club. It's still at the end of the day, I'm like, yo, it's still just mopeds, dude. It's like fuck, right? It's like it's mopeds. It's like I don't know. No matter how much drama is happening, at the end of the day, I'm like, eh. so it sounds like you you know enough about the club. No, this shit's gonna like to fuck me make up in real life. a positive yes vote. Then it's like I might be wrong. I'm voting yes. I don't care. Like, no, it doesn't sound like you might be wrong. It sounds like you have a confident 
reason for voting yes. It's like, I don't know. I just know there's, I know there's drama, that. and I know there's shit with this one guy, and a lot of people have things to say about that. But, I don't know. They're still, even if they're in the club, and even if they're still in Mopin Army, like, I don't think what they're doing is going to super affect me. And it's like, if one person keeps fucking up, he's fucking up, it's like, you're going to know, like, yo, that dude's fucking up, bro. Like, get out of here. I don't know. That's like, I just don't want to, like, hold everyone else back because of that one thing. And I don't know and, the drama. So yeah. I can't. And I it's, not, it's not my drama. I'm not involved in it. I can't form an opinion about it. But from me standing over here and hearing what you said, it, like I said, it sounds like you know enough about to make a positive yes based on your hope for the future yeah and your ability to see that i'm trying to see past his that shit being a team is important to the, and see to the club and what we're doing and it's like if they're seeing all this drama like hopefully they'll do something to police self-police shit. Yeah. yeah shit in the future or whatever so they they got my yes like or does a club die with them when you, when, when you know yeah it's like they got my ass, dude. Like they're they're still club. They're doing moped stuff. They're pushing as right, a let's, group. Let's click it. So boom, click 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 click. They get the S. Boom. They're in. Um, and like, and I'm just I'm just one guy. I'm just one vote, dude. There's gonna be a shit ton of other people voting. You know, hopefully we get a better turnout than last year. I can't remember what our percentages was. I'll look it up at the end of the show for your club turnout for everyone. I'll give the percentage of what every club voted last year. When is the voting in? Um, I think we have a week. I can't remember. Uh, voting ends Sunday, November 17th. I wonder if I can log in as all the Satans. <laughs> uh, I say if the Satans don't... Up their percentage. I say if the Satans don't get, like, over fucking... I don't think we need to reapply. 30, they came, they came out of retirement. We can just come out of retirement, right? If I say if any club does, like, under 30%, they get retired this year. I'm putting them on blast, dude. Yeah, I don't see why that would be... Yeah. That's a, that's kind of a no-brainer. Your club votes under 30% in this year's vote, dude. You're fucking you clearly not out, in bro. It. All right, so next up we got Graveyard Shifters, our friends. Uh, they were down here the other week for the scooter rally, like which Hard was fun. No. <laughs> They're a yes for me, man. Okay, like yeah. they get the yes. Like they fucking they ride mopeds. They've been building their club. Like they've had prospects. They've you know that have like worked. They their show way up to up. a party. They have a good time. They're usually not like a rowdy like. Like crazy fucked up rather like destroying shit. Yeah. They no. don't they don't tag your personal belongings, which is good. That's they're respectful. He, yeah, they're respectful. I've seen them clean up and bring their own uh truckload of beer to a party that they had no business bringing a truckload of beer to, but it was well received. Yeah. You know, like as a as a group, you know, they you can't some, fuck with them. They got some cool bikes. Everyone in their fucking club's super nice. Fucking they got ladies, they got boys, they got some uh, some little pansies. What else do I have good to say about them? <laughs> Maddie Bo cleans up well. And like they yeah, yeah. And, uh, and like they got like engaged at a moped rally. Like, so you know, like bonus points. Um I don't know, man. They're fucking rad. I love them. Like I I feel like they definitely need to get out more. See, I don't know that I'd vote vote that because what's the what's the total club count on MA? Member wise, for them, yeah, God, I gotta look this shit up now, bro. I mean, we're talking about. I it. think I think they're like at seven members or something. I don't know, because I feel like it's four. No, it's more than that. Active, it's definitely more than that. Let's check it. Let's check it. Boom, 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 boom. Six. 
Yeah, it's a little. I mean, it's, you know, it's not too light, but it's getting there. Yeah, but that's like you know, six solid active members. Like I think Buzzards is about the same. I think they've been. About but that do you same starve them and say grow your shit more, like work harder? No, because it's like because you know how hard it is. Like we're having the same thing right now. Like we're trying to get new people in the mopeds. It's like a difficult thing. I know how hard it's it not is easy. because I did it. Yeah, it's not easy. I did it. That's that. I know how hard it is because I did it. I know, and you're, we're still doing it. And we're still doing it. It's not easy. And we apply with more than six members. Yeah. You know, so like for me, that would almost be a no right there. But I don't know, man. How many of those members are still around? I had some shitty members back in the day, bro. Yeah, we nixed them. <laughs> we trimmed the fat. Which is why a lot of clubs need to do that, too. Yeah, we get, I mean, that's just the reality of it. In one day, maybe I won't be into it. And they're, they should trim my fat if they want to see the name live on. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm really kind of looking forward to see like how this book goes. Because like, I was listening. He was, they were talking about transferring captainship already or something. I'm like... No, maybe it was the wizards that were doing that or something. The wizards were like, I'm like, you guys are not, like, why? I don't understand this whole transferring captain. I mean, maybe it doesn't, it's not that big of a deal, it really isn't. But at the same time, just like, let's concentrate on bigger things at hand. Or also, every club can run their shit differently. Maybe someone wants to, like, you know, uh, democratically have their captains be voted every year or some dumb shit, you know? I I asked for that. (laughs) You never know. Yeah, I totally asked for that. Maybe someone else wants to fucking take up the reins for a year. Our our shit kind of like, they were like, no, when we complain, we want somebody to blame. And I was like, all right, fine. <laughs> Our shit kind of like organically like drifts around. I think we've uh, we've changed captains a couple years ago to Derek as the, at the helm. Um, I kind of just got the, our side of the country or whatever instead of Vince. Is that official? Yeah, like I'm in the captain's form now. Like, But it's like, it's still like, I don't know, it's weird. It's like, it's not... It shouldn't, it shouldn't matter. It should be whoever's, like, trying to, like, make the push that year. Like, Sean, when he was living here, he was pushing hard for our club. Yeah. He was, like, you know, inducting new dudes. He was hosting rides every week. He was Probably the hardest I've on, ever seen somebody push. Oh, super hard, dude. He was pushing mopeds fucking even Even if he was just day. throwing shit against the wall, he was still throwing it. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to go out to the woods and do a ride and do a fucking camping Crazy thing. shit. Who's coming? Things I've never seen before. Who's coming? Yeah, it's, it's next month we're going, just, we're going to the woods. We don't even do it. There. No one lives there. I found a spot on the map. We're gonna fucking show up and camp there and go ride and, and hold, go nowhere. And just cross our fingers and make weed, be, weed butter whiskey shots and get fucking yeah weird in woods. So it's like you know you never know what year it's gonna be or what what's going on in your club or what's going on in everyone's personal lives where someone has a little more free time, like a little more flexibility and like they're really feeling like mopeds in their club and they want to like take the helm and do like push some shit forward you know yeah i don't like i feel like i wouldn't want to do it every year like it's hard to be that guy every year that girl every year like really being the driving force of your club it takes it takes multiple people to really be pushing or else everyone gets complacent you know we which is like if you can see i'm raising my hand yeah which is like we can all we've all been there yeah as if you've been around long enough, you've all been there i was looking through my pictures that's why i also think new blood is important to keep fucking that fire going definitely I was looking through pictures the other day, like of us at like a moped rally in like 2012. Like that was the first year I think we started really like traveling a bunch. When did you fall in love with me? Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) I would say the first day I met you, riding that shitty yellow fucking motor V cane that was breaking down down by the flood wall. I was like nerding out over it. I was like, this guy spent so much money. 
did. I remember the day I had fucking Sal come blasting past me. I was riding a stalker down fucking Main Street, minding my business, like enjoying my little stalker, doing like 30. And Sal goes blasting by me. And I'm like, someone else on a moped. Who the fuck is that? He didn't even see you. He's been sleeping, dude. I was like, man, no one's out, out like that in the streets. I remember when I first met Sal, dude. Couldn't even rejet a shit and had no idea what mm-hmm. jets were. So is it up chat? Is you raise the number? Like, what does it do? How does it work? And I just remember those days going, man, those are like, you think back now. Now yeah. Sal is like, a, you know, fucking emo- he can just he can build a bike out of garbage. Yeah. I've seen he him do it. Clip clip mysteries like is it clip down and clip up. How do I make yeah. the heel orchard? Yeah, fucking one of the one of the. Uh, I dropped the clip. One Fuck. of the dudes I I've always and will still praise this day that I've met in my in my lifetime who's had the most heart when it comes to like being passionate about shit, almost to a fault. But anyway, so there there yes for you. Click the button. Let's Bam. hear it. Boom. There's no like physical click sound. You gotta put a click button in your in your shit like a clap or. <laughs> <laughs> click. You guys are in. You made it. For me, at least. Um, LSLB. It's not much to really be said, dude. They fucking. They've been around for a long time. Old they're heads. Old heads. Regrouped. They've been holding on their scene. They've flown out to California. Like they're tight with Wooly Bullies. I've seen them in fucking New Orleans. I've seen them in New York. I've seen them all over the place at multiple rallies. Using t-shirt is lotion. <laughs> um. East Coast, like uh, MotoGP and like racing shit, they were kind of like they. I think all the guys out there already had their own racing shit going on, like before the whole like MotoGP thing was really popping. Like they're doing multiple events a year. They were doing a rally. I think that's a no brainer if they're if they're serious about it, you know, because there was some talk about is this like a bullshit, you know? Is this oh, they're serious. They want to really be in. That was my whole thing. Like, and I, I asked the question when when I saw they had applied. I was like, yo, what's up? Because I remember they were being super gun ho about being Grom, being a Grom club. Like, oh, yeah. we're like I said the same thing when Upjet applied. I was like, oh, Upjet was like so serious about being a Grom club. Like, like we want to be a Grom club. And I was like, oh, I was making this weird, div- like the whole like Grom. I've talked about it in our early episodes. The whole like Grom to like Moped Army official divide is kind of like lame. It's like it's not a divide. We're all like on the same plane. Like we're all the same shit. We're all into these stupid little mopeds. It's just an understanding of what's behind the door number two. Yeah. So it's just like, I don't know. It was just weird. So when I saw they had applied, I was like, yo, what's up? Like, are they serious? Or is this like a joke thing? Or are they like up jet? Like, man, we didn't even know we we're going get, to get in. We were just like uh, registering as a joke, you know? Like, Yeah. So. From what I saw of them, met them, came to Richmond, hung out, talked to them about it personally. I think they're pretty serious about it. Yeah. Dude, seen them in Philly for years, dude. Seen them everywhere. And they've been really trekking the country. They won this year's Baker's Dozen. Like they, they, I think they won the pinball. I mean, the Baker's Dozen the year before the one that came through Richmond two years ago. Maybe they did it on the stock Tomos. So they've been killing it, man. They're always cheated. They bought a Tomos, (laughs) brand new cheaters, and um, bought a bike that works. Dude, they got cool rad dudes in the club building rad bikes. Dude. They got a big ass Virginia's for lover sticker on the uh, the camera now. They host the fucking formal. Like who, who's who's hosting slow dances out there, man? What's good? Country boys. <laughs> so cousin, they got, they got my yes, dude. They're definitely like I think they're a solid bunch, and like I think that would be a really good like to have them cross over. I don't think it's gonna be a bad addition thing. whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, we got Mo Pit. We've had them on the show, like. 
old Yinzers down there. In They're so Pittsburgh. close. Yeah. I'm looking. They got the weird accents. They're not a uh, discriminate. They don't discriminate by age. They got you know they got old dudes in the club who love uh, Yawas. Yawas. Listen to the episode. It's great. Like really. Well, funny I think they shit. all carry insurance policies on that dude. <laughs> like each club member has their own like life insurance policy. So when he croaks, they get paid and get to take his bikes. It's also like the winter vacation spot for the club. You know, he goes down to Florida. Anyone's welcome to come down. So I don't know. Mopeds like. They're kind young. of an easy. That's an easy. Yeah, they're an easy. I one think it's an easy yes for us like, out here on the East Coast, anyway. They're a young club. They fucking. I'm gonna turn down that shit. No more notifications. I think it's an easy, easy win for us out here East Coast because uh, for me personally, I have not been in the rallies, but they have come to rallies that I've been at and been, you know, just team players. You know, same old shit. Just like anybody you want to see come to a rally, not fucking shit up, having a good time, self managing. So if there ever is a problem, you know, they just take care of it. You don't even know about it, you know, which is golden. And I think the first year they were, like, really, like, doing shit. They, like, flew out to California, like, for Willy Bullies, like, out the gates. So, like, a lot of clubs don't take the time to, like, send someone to, like, other clubs that are far, far away to, like, kind of get your name out there. Yeah. And they turned we down. didn't do it. And they turned down the whole Legion thing when Legion was, like, really, like, Bossing their way through Pennsylvania, like you know, they Trying were to the become Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania Black Black. Yeah, and they were like, you know, I don't know. They they held their own. They're fucking growing their claw. They're doing cool shit. They've hosted their second rally now. I believe that this one this year was their second, and they got my yes, man. Solid Is bunch. Commodore Perry part of their crew? I don't know. Who? I can't remember Commodore Perry. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. This that. is like. MA Facebook name or whatever. There's too many MA Facebook names, bro. Keep up with all the names, bro. Brah. Brah. Can't do it, brah. Brah. Anyway, next. you guys got my ass. Next up, we got the Shanks, Austin, Texas. I wouldn't vote them in because they sound dangerous. <laughs> uh, we've had them on the podcast. They're at... Um, Shivs, the Shanks, whatever they're called. I like that... Um, one of the lovers, our mopeds are for lovers, like photo shoots is like when they came up with their club name. It's like, oh, yeah, we got to take a picture. And it says, what what club are we? Yeah, we got to make something up real quick. Fast. <laughs> On the quickness. We yeah. should be the shanks. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> Let's do it. And, uh, you know, they split, they spread out to a second city in their state. Like, they're holding down Austin. Like, you know. Action City, fucking boys kind of like fell off, you know, old the old crew from Austin. KCR. Yeah. You know. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they were kind of falling falling away, and these guys have been stepping it up. And like Magneto's right, you know, right in the ACR. corner. ACR. ACR's, uh... Is it ACR? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Little Pill, you know? Yeah. Fuck, dude. So many clubs. Yeah, mad clubs in the why would you want, Why do you want in more to confuse things? I think we need to get it down to the 10. <laughs> down to the basics. If you know what I'm saying here. Mm, 10 clubs. Bring back 300 people rallies. Yeah. 300 bike rallies. It, you and, and all other rallies are null and void. If you want to host a rally, you need to talk to your local chapter <laughs> and get with them and just participate. Let me go to that, like, that weird scooter club. What was it? Uh, fuck, I can't remember. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was fucked. Like the, the just pan, take over the, the whole the ass ass scooters or something. Oh, fucking, I can't remember what it was. Some weird shit. What yeah. episode did we talk about that as? I think we were talking to puddle cutters. 
I think that's the one when they were talking about rally prep. And the, that's the episode. Listen to that puddle cutters episode. I'm talking about like uh, the poodle cutters, the rally. Give a mean poodle cut. <laughs> but um, yeah, like you know, ACR was kind of like growing old and falling away, and like these dudes are like holding on that area now. So yeah, kudos. They're doing it. Like I've seen, you know, I've seen them in other states too. So like I've, I think I first met them was in um, New Orleans. New I would Orleans vote rally. yes. I mean, that's an easy one. It's for a me. yes, man. Yes, yeah, for me. That's an easy one for me. Yes, for me. Um, boom. And then last up, we got the Spicy Boys. I had a good time talking to their captain. You know, we had a good episode together. They got a yes for you, man. Because like, they're spicy. <laughs> spicy boys, spicy booties. Mm. 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 So that's it. We're in. Bam. Right, did they make it? Are they in? I'm going to, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. I'm going to submit my vote. Bam, get it out there. For percentages right now. So you guys, uh, a lot of you can't see this unless you're like already official and have voted. Then you can see like what the voting is at right now. Um, clubs have to have over 75%. 75% or higher. Yeah, 75% will get you there. To get into Moped Army. So currently, Crypt Keepers are at 22% with... Uh, 73 votes, 7 abstains. Uh, graveyard Shifters are at 64%. Decent, decent. 68 votes, 12 abstains. 63 if I voted. That's kind of like, um, that's high on the abstain so far. He's like, going to be mad. He's going to be so mad at me. For 50% abstaining. So that's that could be like another thing that's based on just like not being out there enough. Like if a club has a shit ton of abstains, it just means they haven't traveled enough. They haven't been to enough rallies enough. People haven't like really got to know or uh, again like I, I think it's more of just saying i don't have enough information but i don't want to say no because i believe that their local clubs again will self-police the people in their area will say yes yeah, whether or it's yes or no yeah 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 um lslb is at 84 percent with seven abstains <laughs> Then we got Mopit currently at 88% with two abstains. Uh, the Shanks are at 75%, right on the fucking the cusp, dude. They're right on, right on there, dude, on the edge. And we got Spicy Boys at 84%. Nice. So it's looking pretty good, man. Let's do a uh, club call out. What? Oh, okay. I was like, hey, what? I was going to do it later. You know, getting some other stuff. Okay. You played Moped this week? I forgot to even ask We you. talked about this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we went over this. Oh, yeah, you bought Buy, shit. sell, trade, sat yeah. on one, looked bought at one, kicked one over. Ride some shit. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if I wrote anything. I mean, I had to ride something. Well, you rode your... <laughs> your butt's healed up a little bit from the from the loop session the other week. Yeah, I rode here. All the way from Old Church. Off from the DRZ. DRZ, bruh. Yo, are those Zeta bars? Is that Zeta levers? What's a Zeta lever? Levers made by Zeta. Oh. Because you're buying all these fancy parts to replace the shit you broke. Not, I, I have not looped that one yet. Only Justin's bike. I still got to order a pipe. That's one of the last things. Dude, I don't, I don't feel like going on a hunt and looking for this shit right now, bro. It's just their percentage of people. It, is it not just like clearly yeah, there? Yeah, it's not just like a separate thing. So you got to like find that. And that's like, 
we're gonna just waste time, you know, we're on the air. We're like in the middle of it. This is why we need Ashley here. To be like our like navigator, our interneter. Yeah. She could find this shit easily. Probably not. Maybe. I don't think she could see it, bro. Because you guys are retired, son. Hey, hey, the R word's not... Damn it. They won't let me look at anything on the weapon army. <laughs> Fuckers, they like... They look, they lure me in. Like, oh, branch reviews. You mean like, you know, I just click the link. I'm like, you fuckers. <laughs> this is fucked up, man. Like a football bet. It's all right. We can't, we're going to worry about that later, man. We can, we can Simon, move Simon, I know you're listening. We can move on, bro. Simon. Simon. <laughs> put the... Put the fucking ear right next to the speaker. All right, so here we go. All red, red. Grammy access, motherfucker. <laughs> I need to lurk. God, I just got a problem, eh? Now the addictions are going to start coming in, dude. Oh I, oh, I got addictions. Fucking moped army lurking addictions. The thing is, I got nothing to say. <laughs> like, because I'm not exactly a wordsmith when it comes to typing, or even on the show, necessarily. So, like... To even, like, make a comment, I have to try to think about it and say what I want to say in as few words possible. So, but then that always turns up fucked up, too, because then people don't get what I'm trying to say. Because mm. I just want to type. I feel you. All right. So, here's a little... The more I type, the dumber I look. But also, the less I type, the dumber I look, too. <laughs> so, it's like a lose-lose situation. And, and too much to talk to text. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's not your friend, Thomas. Nah, not when I'm like blaring fucking Keith Urban in the background and the windows down. Who the fuck is Keith Urban, dude? Some white guy shit. Yeah. <laughs> you got to listen to hip hop, dude. Oh yeah, that's a weird. That's a weird genre for dude, sure. It's fucked up. It's real man. funny. It's good it's for funny. a laugh. It's really good, yeah, especially the music videos. Oh man. Oh, bad. I have not seen them. Too oh. many of them. I don't, I've got on like the Pandora list like for yeah. bullshit. Watch some hip hop. Fucking hick hop fucking hick-hop. music videos, dude. This shit's hilarious. All right, so All Red from Instagram asked us, uh, All Red Red, uh, one of the homies out there. He asks, uh, which is like another person, you know, seen him at some rallies. I love like seeing people at rallies and then like fucking, I don't know, whatever. That's, yeah, we know. That doesn't make sense. Uh, what makes a good moped rally? Uh, does it like have like a, like an undefined like rally spot, like make a difference? Like having a spot make a difference? Yeah, I think so. Even if it's like, I mean, a spot's a spot's a spot's a spot, right? Doesn't have to be epic spot. It's just like a central, safe location. You know, all those fails, you've got an address or a place you can go back. Oh, your bike broke down, catch a cab back, lock it up, you're back at the spot. You're going to see somebody else roll through there at some point in time. I really enjoy a rally that has like a spot. Yeah, because it's like there's even not, if it's a house or just like a you know, there's gonna be a crazy spot. No. But like I've been to rallies where it's like there's no one defined spot. It's like camp right, everywhere. So and so will house you. And we the- got 15 different houses you can stay at, and like everyone's scattered. I like a rally to be like together. You know? Yeah, I mean the spot is always crucial. If you can get like a killer spot, it makes it better, and you know to a point. But at the same time, not having a spot sucks. Like just hands down is the worst. So like if your spot is at least like just like home base location, all else fails. It's like the safe go to boom, right in the address, GPS, whatever. You're back there getting a getting a ride, getting a bite to eat, grabbing a beer, shaking it off, meeting somebody 
else that you you know that's also in your same boat you know safe place for people to put their tents if they're if they're going to camp safe place for them to lock the car or just figure out their next move you know yeah re- regroup replan and it's like a fallback for like any like you know you get lost so you don't want to do this you do that like you always know like where the thing's going to end up at later and for me a good moped rally is less is more Start filling the day up with a busy fucking schedule and expect everybody to be on time and like on schedule. Oh, first things at 8 a.m. We're going to have breakfast sharp at 8 a.m. And then at 9.15, we've got a game. And then at 11.30, we've got, uh, a you know, whatever, a, a small raffle. And the ride leaves it. You know, like it's too much shit going on. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Moped time, dude. Breakfast is until this time. Yeah. And then... The ride leaves about this time. Ride comes home. Raffle is about this time. Fuck off and get wasted. How do you feel about uh, rally like leave times? Like Saturday. Like I feel like it's a hard thing in some rallies. Like scooter rallies. It's I think it's weather. For it's me. always so. It's always like earlier. It seems like every scooter rally, at least all the ones we go to here, they're like they start early because these guys are like actual adults and they're like, oh, ride's leaving at eleven. The ride leaves at like eleven. And like I feel like any moped rally that I've been to, where it's like the ride's gonna leave at eleven, it's like it's no. It's circumstantial though. So at, like at one. If you're hosting a rally that's got you know a couple of stops, and you know that lunch stop is X Y Z, you know you want to get those guys kind of out of there to enjoy a little bit of a rip ride, so that you can get your lunch spot a smidge early, and because you know it's gonna take a minute, wrap people up, get them there, let them have time to eat and roll out. But then, I, like in the winter time, we leave a little bit later, so it's a little bit warmer. And we want people barely getting in the door when the sun's going down because we yeah. want them worn out, ready for the raffle, ready for the campfire. Mm. So it's just about what time of year it is, what you know, what you got playing in your rally ride. Like I like the whole like um, I don't know. I feel like at least by noon. Like I like the idea of leaving early because it gives more time to do stuff out in the world. But it's like I, I feel bad when like you're trying to have a ride leave at eleven and like two o'clock rolls around. You guys yeah, just pe- get going because like you see people barely getting their shit together like all the people that are at the party friday night half of them haven't showed back up yet i leave them yeah, i'm like i don't, don't want to leave people i feel so bad i'm like so i don't know i feel like that's why like our our ride times have gotten later and later like i leave them i don't it doesn't matter the ride's fucking leaving you guys got the memo because when i put my shit ride leaves at you know one o'clock you know just for instance i'm leaving at two o'clock you know what i mean and so yeah. two o'clock comes around. You knew the ride. That's an hour extra time to get your shit together and do whatever to be late. You could be an hour late and still make the ride. Yeah, there's definitely that whole like, <laughs> uh, like you got to read into what we're saying because moped like, time, moped time. We like factor that in the most, like, yeah. the most itineraries. You know, we factor in the shit show, the 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 fuck ups, the yeah. you know my shit broke. I need last second to rearrange a bike or Bob's coming to town. I'll wait for him. You know. Yeah, yeah. So at least at least an hour. Minimum 30 minutes. It's going to be at least 30, 45 minutes before, you know, we leave after we were Beyond that, you got to leave. You got to leave it sometime. You got to leave. You can't just sit there forever. You know, wait for everybody. And then you get going. You're like, everybody's idling. This is another thing that drives me nuts. Like, ride, ride leaves XYZ. The ride fires up. And then it's just like, idle, 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 idle. 50 bikes idling. 50 bikes idling. I'm like, oh, that's a good way to fucking start the session off. <laughs> fucking good and proper. Just a bunch of idling mopeds. Give them some warm. Foul plugs, you know. Especially, too, like, I hate the, like, all right, the ride leaves at this time. But we pull the hour-long wait session. And then we fire the bikes up. And then we idle for 10 to minutes. To the gas stop. And then we went to the gas station a mile away. 
and like you're at the gas station for another 20 minutes like all the stuff like factors in i know like scooter rallies are like yo show up at the ride with your bike gassed our ride was like that we're like like, we're well aware we are not stopping for 25 miles yeah like it starts with you having gas in your bike like you yeah. should have been prepared, but if you, like if you don't show up with, with some go go, you're fucked. Yeah, I'm like I always try to like have the gas station like set up and like, out the gates, but it's like you know, it's one of be a, be, be a point where like you know you're not trying to hold everyone back. Yeah, if that's the, but if, for me, I'm like if that's the case, the ride should leave from the gas station. Yeah, you know, they're like all right, ride leaves from this gas station at 1 p.m. Don't blow it. Don't blow it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's three blocks away. We can all get ramped up to ride and ride three blocks. Or you guys can get here at your leisure and we'll just hang out in the parking lot and eat fucking uh, ho-hos and zigzags and ding-dongs and fucking drink Red Bull and, you know, get wild. No pre-rally beers. Get your shit under control. Fucking alcoholics. Alkies. <laughs> Why are you calling names, man? Why are you looking at me like that when you say that? Right in the eyes. Right in the eyes. Just deep, like straight to the soul. All right. Um, yeah, that's cool. Thanks, thanks all, Red Red, for that one, bro. Um, our buddy Matt from QCB, he wrote this post. And that's like a question for us or a topic or whatever. And I think this one's kind of fun. It's uh, like, like he gets shit for having like really clean bikes and like clean clothes and being like, you know, well put together and stuff. And it's like, Dumb. this question is like, do you have to be like dirty to ride a moped? And I'm like, no, there's like the moped is definitely like open for everyone. Like you can do whatever you want, but there's definitely been that whole like group. I think you haven't learned your lesson. You don't need to be dirty to ride a moped. <laughs> there's a whole group of people that have like, I can even put it like for my club and like, you know, the whole like weird, like punk, like moped scene kind of people. It's like oogles. Yeah. You're train, riding trains. You're fucking going to punk shows and you're dirty. And you're fucking wrenching on your bike and rolling in the dirt, like fucking wrenching before the ride leaves. Everybody's like, got a three legged pit bull. You got your fucking crusty cut on and like, you know, some dirty it's my good luck jacket. I ain't washed it in 24 years. Dirty biker gang shit. This was know? my dad's cut. From like weird dirty moped biker scene, but it's like there's something to be said about like having clean shit too. It's like I love like a ratty bike, and I wear a cut at rallies, and I don't wash my cut. My cut, but that's just you. It's against the rules. But you don't wash it. I'm not not washing it. You don't not talk to the guy that comes up showing uh, dressed in normal fucking dad clothes, and you know just riding the same nice clean pants. You know, like for Walt, let's just take Walt. Really minty bike that's like polished and fucking he wax it before the fucking ride. Like I'm, I'm not gonna that. not talk to that guy. It's cool too. Like yeah. it's it's all cool. Like we're all on this kind of lame plane. But and I would almost like to see a little more cleanliness to the <laughs> fact of being more inviting. Oh yeah, I see that. You know, but that would be the only reason. There was some when we did the petty cash rally in Chicago. And we were at, like, we went out to some, like, hot dog shack or whatever they had. And, like, chills. I don't know the fucking neighborhoods there. Some nice-ass, you know, neighborhood. All gentrified and shit. And uh, some um, some guy who, like, hosts a radio show, like, a morning radio show there, like, saw us. I like saw I heard the pack him talking about this thing like, on radio. He yeah, like he, a whole article about it. Oh nuts. yeah, it was an article. He's like, like they were just filthy, man. Yeah, they were just scum. Yeah, dirty yeah. fucking. They thought they were Harley fucking hell satans, and like he was talking all this shit. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Like, <laughs> so. But also, this is like a douchebag on the radio. It doesn't know dick. You know, doesn't yeah, know his ass mahogany around. You know, like 
Yeah. I don't know. It's cool. Like, you don't have to be dirty to ride a moped. Ri- I swear they're riding weed whackers like they're broomsticks <laughs> down the street. Next thing you know, there's 500 of them. Like, dude, it was 50. Fucking yeah. old asshole. You can't count. There's something, to be, I mean, there's something to be said about the guy who's, like, super clean and has the clean bike. And, like, you're like, damn, that's a, it's like fucking dapper young gentleman right Yeah, there. but also wow. when you roll up and, like, you go to, let, let's just say you go to a bike show, you got your cut on, you're looking at average fucking moped rally gear status, like, just kind of greased over and, like, look like you rode 55 miles an hour on a <laughs> five-pound moped. You know, just bugs and stink and fuel all over you. And you roll up to this bike show thinking that you're going to get people into it. And then you look kind of unapproachable. You know, it's like it's hard to sell it to somebody when you're like, yeah, this is it's fun. And they're like, man, I don't want to be in a gang. You know, I just want to like enjoy mopeds. You're like, but we're not a really a gang. We're just like a moped club. You know, it's just. We should, we should have, should we have like an official like, uh, like recruiting outing day? Like you go to some event and everyone's got to like dress like nice and clean and like today's. Like a uh, fucking outing day. We're going what to the fucking is flea market or something. It some wouldn't shit. hurt. <laughs> you know? Like, like for real. Like, you want to keep the hobby alive? How do you do it? Like, Alyssa used to fucking ride around on her fucking, her like spring dress and her high heels, like zipping around in her tummies, killing the game, dude. dude that shit she was always, me out. she was, was always, always clean. so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. She was clean, looking like she was like ready to go to fucking Sunday brunch, man. Like, yeah. And it was cool. It was different. Yeah. You know, we can all her style. That's what you wrote all the time. Go to any moped ride and look around. What's how many black jeans and black jackets do you see? <laughs> you know, Will Swoop standing out in the crowd. You know, like how much black can one fucking like group of knobs wear? Bunch of fucking squids out here squirreling around. That's my whole closet, bro. Why you gotta hate? I'm not hating. But I'm just saying you should put some color in your life, man. I got some red party jeans I wear. Yeah, you guys were at Batching the other night, too. It was cracking me about it. I had no idea. It was, I never even looked at it. I just walked out of the house, put red jeans on. I'm like, what the fuck, man? We went out for uh, Big Heat's uh, Miss Ring Ding's fucking birthday dinner the other night. Like, Thomas and Ashley were wearing the exact same outfit. Fucking red pants and, like, black tops. like Looking sharp. <laughs> Looking moped sharp. What the fuck is going on out there? I don't know, man. I think they're trying to get in here. <laughs> Dogs are like, what's happening in it's this like, room, man? What's that uh, crazy movie where the the sandworms pop out of the fucking floor of the the desert? Tremors, bro. Tremors, like tremors going on Which out there. Which one, bro? Tremors one, tremors two, I tremors heard three. Like seven of them. There's or something. a bunch. There's of a them, bunch dude. of them. When they when they when they became those little weird tremor dogs, I, that was like those. Tremors one and two are just the only ones that are watchable. Dude, that movie's tight. I kind of want to watch it again. Yeah, they're fucking chilling on a roof, trying to escape these fucking worms. Yeah, like, can't get off the roof. Like you're. They go in that dude's basement, and he's got lots of guns. Yeah, man. Oh, guns, huh? <laughs> we got we got Glocks on the table right now. We got fucking. we got Glocks on Glocks on Glocks. Fucking. Uh, oh man, just lost ten more listeners. <laughs> this yeah. here's the Jim Bob special. We got a Glock forty three <laughs> up for auction today. It's a it's a specialty edition. Only used a little bit. <laughs> Ain't killed. No deers. Only coyotes. You got this penis pull trigger. Got a real light pull trigger. You can pull it with your packer. Even <laughs> even an average size packer could pull this trigger. Packer pull trigger. It's got the special edition gummy sights so they wiggle a little bit when you're drunk and make you look like you're aiming real straight. And I swear to God, it will shoot every time. Might not hit what you're aiming for, but it will shoot. Dude, uh, one of my one of my best friends, like coming up, like. It's been really cool watching like the like progression of this guy's life. He's like, 
young hardcore kid, like going to shows, like you know, doing his thing. Like he's actually the only person who got sued for uh, for for moshing. Was at a show, moshing, kicked some kid by accident, like broke his like his face, like his like orbital collapsed, ooh, and it's like ooh, that was like didn't mean that happened, but it happened. That kid should sue his parents for having bad genes. Yeah, and the kid like Weak sued them, like sued them like, and his parents had to put their house up and all this shit, and like they settled and their stuff eventually, but like it was a lot of money. Yeah, 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 a lot it's of money. serious shit, man. Like consequences. Yeah, and you the, go out there and ride ride mopeds or mosh or whatever. Like there's consequences that yeah. could happen shit around could every happen. fucking corner. Yeah, but um, he ended up like a he was like a went to culinary school, was like really good cook. My fuck, oh my, all my aunts and shit loved him, man. He'd like come over for things. Just a looking dude could cook and like teach him how to make like like his gravy from scratch. And just like whipping up gravy from scratch, my aunt's in the kitchen. Hey, and like, hey boy, I let you stir my gravy anytime. Always, your yeah, aunt was dude, creepy, huh? All my aunts and shit loved him. It was super, <laughs> super funny because like he has like a like he has a sleeve of a uh, of zombie babies. He has a whole arm sleeve of like dead zombie babies, Ooh. and like so it's like. Nicest guy ever. Dead zombie baby sleep. Didn't even notice Cook. it. No, they didn't notice. He was just <laughs> cooking fucking gravy in the kitchen with my aunts and fucking mom and shit. Gravy cooking gravy is a real skill, dude. I learned how to do it recently. Yeah. I didn't know how to do it forever. Pretty good. And then like he got in like fighting and stuff and like he went out to Vegas to like train and fight and like worked at casinos and shit while he was doing that and like then he got really, really into guns and he went to like gunsmithing school and now he's like making shit. Gunsmith, dude like doing like custom like AR builds and shit for people. You like, want a custom lower? Like, what you want, man? Like, I want a zombie killer lower <laughs> half. He's got, like, some, like, crazy, like, hot pink, like, crazy fucking... Seer coating. <laughs> yeah. You heard of the seer coating people that got in the seer coating big where they're, like, yeah. painting all their guns? Yeah. With this shit called seer coat? So it's funny. It's... I don't even... Got that, that unicorn gun, dude. <laughs> yeah, special. I mean, these, uh, I went to the gun shop. These guys are ordering crazy shit, man. And I was like, almost got roped into it for a minute because I was like, oh, got a credit card, like, you know, got my own <laughs> business, make a little bit of money, you know, I got to pay this shit off pretty quick. And I'm like, how much does that cost? Yeah, another rabbit hole, bro. How much? Yeah. And that that's where it just starts. Like, oh, well, first you, you apply for the $250, like, suppressor per- permit, <laughs> and we just say we built one, you know, and then we just build you a, a built-in suppressor on this gun and make all these lowers and, like, custom cut your barrel and make your length and then paint it and serial coat it and new serial numbers and all this other shit, you know, because they're making, they have to make it and, like, build yeah. a serial number. There's money it. in that. Yeah, you can get $10,000 deep in a gun. Easy. Yeah. Deep rabbit hole. I you got $10,000 deep in a $1,000, you know, a $2,000 gun. Yeah. Enough rabbit holes for me, bro. I'm done with them. Adam Opens. Stick with my Glock. <laughs> We need to go shoot soon. Um, Let's do it tonight. We're in the right neighborhood. <laughs> Light it up. So next up, we got uh, Joey, that guy uh, on Instagram. He uh, His topic was winter builds. And I just went to... Um, Fire. <laughs> I just went... Yeah, stay warm. Stay warm. <laughs> I just went to um, our friends over at uh, Engine and Frame that do the, the Nartalk podcast. Um, I, we just printed, I printed some shirts for them recently. And I stopped by to drop them off, and I was like hanging out in their shop, like talking to them. And they were like, just talking about how, like, you know, they're getting slow, like, pretty early this year. Like, it just started kind of getting cold, and like, people are freaking out. Yeah, the Harley dudes are like already kind of like over it. They're like putting their bikes away and like winterizing their Harley up, or you know, putting their putting shit away. And I'm like, dude, that that's like, 
That's like the exact opposite I feel for mopeds. And I'm like, dude, like it starts getting cold. We get ramped up a little well, bit. Well, it's like we had a little different here because Virginia doesn't really have real winters. And so it's we, college town, so the college comes back yeah, in, which ramps it up a little bit. We can still ride all year and we still have people here and we can like kind of, you know, do stuff. Well, also, I think it's the distance. Like a lot of these guys aren't just bar hopping around. Like a lot of our, what we're riding are considered bar hopping. We're not yeah, really we're going, not, yeah, we're not going long ass We're not cutting the distance and hitting the highway and like getting yeah. fucking real cold. Yeah. So it's a little different, like between the, two groups but what i what i do notice is like i know there's other towns that have like real winners and shit too so they're like oh we winterize and they put their shit away and like they storm and they do stuff but a big thing for mopedding is the whole like winter build like everyone talks about it everyone's hyped on it like oh what are you building this winter what are you building this winter it's like mopeds are cheap enough you can always like have an extra one laying around the back burner and have that next project that you're trying to do yeah, or 10, or fucking... I've seen your you know. garage. <laughs> <laughs> Got the horde. Um, I think you have, like, five or six boxes of just, like, plastic bins. God, I, I bet, a bunch of shit. I bet man. you could build two, three bikes out of those. I got two boxes of all, like, Hobbit shit. I probably have... Dude, I have so many stock Hobbit cylinders. I need to throw them away. Or do some... Maybe. They're heavy, as, Hobbit. they're heavy as fuck, too. I don't know. Who needs a stock Hobbit cylinder? Let me know. I got a bunch. We got your brand new edition, <laughs> only as seen on TV, Hobbit boat anchor <laughs> cylinder kit. Use it like a doorstop, hold the door open. You ever had that monster catfish mm. you really need a heavy ink, a heavy fishing weight for? Boy, have we got the trick for you. Dude. So, um, so yeah, winter builds are like a big thing for mopeds, I feel. Like everyone's kind of like trying to do their thing for the winter and like have the new like bike to come out and flex with like next season. We talk about winter builds as like a group. Yeah. You know, like, what's, what's like, the club winter build going to be? But yeah. then everybody has these great ideas, because I don't really get in on it, because I know it's not going to happen. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, man, parts are right here, but just, anytime you want them, just come get them, you know, like, the club owns a bunch of shit, have at it. Yeah. Like, oh, man, we could build, let's build a double bike, let's build, like, a front, you know, like, a a front engine something or another and all you know and that's, i've talked about it before too like it'd be really cool but then they they started getting into it like brad for instance he's just like really he's like man we could subframe this and like do this i'm like go for it brad's got so many bikes i went to his house today he still has so many bikes <sighs> i think out of the hoarders in richmond right now brad's probably the number one mm-hmm. he might have more bikes than me he ain't got more bikes than me. Yeah, I'm. The, I I got less bikes than you, but he. I th- I feel like he's got more than me. Uh, maybe the same amount. Yeah, I think you got him beat, but not by a lot. Yeah, probably by three bikes. Maybe. I don't know. I got, well, you just I got, got rid of some. You got rid of the Cassell. Cassell's gone. Yeah. Um. And and there's another one. One Thomas is just isn't mine, and I got rid of that uh, P50. Yeah. So I got three bikes out of the garage and still looks like I didn't make a dent. Yeah. I added I had like four bikes this month. And I put the I put that blue Thomas on the bench to like, you know, do a motor swap and rebuild like a Oh did Aether Did it ever start? No. Like it didn't. But I was just like, whatever, I got another Thomas motor laying around. I was like, I'm just gonna like open up those cases. Cause they had a bunch of water and shit in there anyway. It's probably just like super rusted up in there. Just swap to an A three five crank. Yeah, I got a I got an A three five like cylinder and everything. So I was just like I had a kit laying on the shelf with a piston and everything. So I was like, whatever, I'm just gonna build another motor with a kit and like put that together. So it's kinda like bottoms and it's all done. It's on the bike. I think I might have a good eight five five crank laying around. 
Hopefully I can get it going this week. I need to get something something done. I got too many bikes. I need to get rid of them. Cheap, um, cheap, 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 cheap. So my, uh, winter builds are fun. Like It's all about like, you know, building that next fucking bike that you're trying to do right around next year. Or like swapping your shit over to a new frame or like doing something cool. And like, I don't know. Winter's a good time for stuff like that because it's not a bunch of rallies going on. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it's a big part of like mopeds. I would like to build, if I were to build a winter build bike, I would like to build a two-seater but a front engine, front wheel drive, like a Hobbit frame, you know, but have the suspension and the front engine, everything be on the front. So it's like a tricycle. So you can sit on the couch and rip around hmm. and do burnouts. Just grab the rear brake and do burnout and lean back. That's weird. Be kind of fun. A little bit um, different. It's almost like the Minarelli, Minarelli trike thing, you know, but have the motor actually on the front wheel. Okay. I don't know what you're saying. Kind of like those like drift trike things to have the wheel on the front too, and because then you don't have to worry about trying to power the rear wheels. You know, if you got something variated sitting on the front, you don't have to like run chains and all this shit, or have one wheel drive in the back that's stronger than the other and driving like crazy. Mm-hmm. It's just pulled by the front wheel. Yeah, yeah. Be kind of tight. I bet it would work. Be interesting. Um, I was just talking to uh, Conan the other day, and he, he called me up. He was like, "Yo, call me, dude. I got an idea." I'm like, all right. So I'm like, all right, bet. And I called him up. He's like, all right, check it, check it, check it. Check He's this like, out. Check, check this out. He's like, I got an idea for wet, wet. I'm like, oh yeah, I, I'm ready. Give it, give it to me. He's like, we take a paddle boat, we put a Tomos on it, and we run the paddle with the Tomos motor. Kickstart. You can still pedal like a bicycle, and you can kick it back and run the paddle motor. And I'm like, that's only like a good idea. Yeah, that'd be fun. So he's like, yeah, my buddy's got a paddle boat that his parents do nothing with. And I'm like, but if you can get a free paddle boat, I'd back up doing a paddle boat, fucking bike. Or you run like a, like a, you know how weed eater motors are kind of like a flex shaft. Mm-hmm. Just run a flex shaft down to a propeller. <laughs> get that bitch going real good and fast. It'd be funny. Just straight off the fucking gear drive. Just weld, think- it, weld it straight onto the gear drive. It just spins and, you know. I think whatever uh, items we make for the for the water shenanigans, I'm gonna like get some uh, some paddles attached to all vehicles. Somehow, <laughs> like uh, just in case there's a paddle on the side, if you need to row your way back in. <laughs> so you're really planning to have like multiple paddled vehicles? I want to have multiple water because we need to work on this if this is a real thing. I want multiple water toys, just like inflatable kayaks and dumb shit, like some rafts, inflatable kayaks. You know, maybe a sand sandcastle building competition. I don't a know. Blow castle building competition. I <laughs> <laughs> think that would go over better. No, bro, you can't get the you can't get the blow wet, bro. That's that sounds like a really bad idea. You just buy crack. <laughs> you just fucked it all up, man. Gummy. It's all it's all wet. What the fuck are you doing? Try, dude. Oh, dude. All right, next up, next up, we got uh, our homie Richie. From the Rebel Rousers. Oh, shit. Thomas's Moped Club. That's my battle buddy. <laughs> Shout out, Richie. He's still got a moped at your house. Two. Does he? Yeah, two mopeds. <laughs> he like, comes down, buys two mopeds, leaves them at Thomas's house. Abandons them at my house. <laughs> like, what are you doing, bro? That's inside of a real hoarder right there. You just go to another state, you buy two bikes, you just leave them there. <laughs> he, like, he got a rental car from his, like... You know, his job doing whatever, exactly whatever the hell he does with, you know, planes. You know, they set up in a hotel. He's like, man, I was bored, man. I found some good deals. Dude. I went and scooped them up. Yeah. So we're just now fun. I have no place to put them because I don't live here. Exactly. So it's actually really funny because, like, his question is, or his topic in question is, uh, 
how many bikes is too many and does it exist? I'm like, for him, probably doesn't exist. I don't think it exists. Look at Burke. Oh, man. Look at the so, zeros. That's that's some real shit. If you ever think you've got too many bikes, just look towards Chad Burke and look towards the zeros and like you'll feel a lot better about your situation. Like a whole warehouse. Mad Brapper's like screaming, What about me? <laughs> me! Look at me! Nah, he's already pumped because we mentioned him twice in one episode, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, dude. Love you. Um, he's got a lot of bikes, too. <laughs> he's definitely a- I also have a lot of bikes! <laughs> he's got a shit ton of bikes. He's probably got 20, 25. He's got a lot. Like... Uh, there's, there's people out here they have a lot of bikes like uh, old man in Jersey he's got enough bikes to ruin a marriage oh, <laughs> nah nah he bought a horse dude that fucking balances out the scales you buy your wife a horse you can get all the fucking mopeds you want that's, that's the rule them's, them's the fucked up rules <laughs> that's the rule bro them's the rules son them's the rules I bought her a pony <laughs> I can get all the mopeds I want can you, um, ha- can you handle the show for a minute by yourself yeah, I'm going to talk about Richie and too many mopeds. All right, give me two seconds. Right, I'm going to grab it. Do you want a soda? No, I'm good, man. You want a beer? No, of course not, bro. Oh, that's right. Living that X life. We're, we're beverages out here, dude. Um, Thomas is going to take a break, get some snacks, get some drinks. Soda time. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Richie, dude, like fucking, I don't think there's too many mopeds, man. I feel like there's a good amount and then there's like an annoying amount. Like I'm currently in like the annoying stage. Like I like to refer to it as my moped savings account. Like oh yeah, that bike cost me two hundred. Yeah, that bike cost me three hundred. So it's like it's like moped a bank. Yeah, moped savings yeah. account. It's like a moped. It's like about. the moped bank account. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got a thousand dollars, man. But it's not liquid right now. <laughs> Liquidate. <laughs> it's not a liquid thousand. I got a, I got a thousand, but it's 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 in cold steel in my fucking garage. Maybe too many mopeds is when you have to abandon mopeds in your buddy's house. <laughs> um, I feel and then like- have him look at a crispy clean <laughs> fucking moped that he can't ride or fuck with or sell. That's funny. I feel like, I feel like. There, like I said, I feel like there's a good amount of mopeds. I like here's my like ideal situation, and it it varies. It depends on like because as I've gotten more into mopeds and like a little older, like there's kind of like there's a few bikes that I really wish I had, like collectible kind of things. Motocampo. Like, yeah, like Motocampo, like a nice Laguna, like a fucking a clean fucking limited. You know, a white col- Magnum, a col- I mean, white Cobra, a Calibre, a white Cobra. There's like all these like rare bikes that are super cool and sought after that you wish you just had to have. And if I had the money, which is always another part of the whole, like, is a bike's too you much? Would buy it, keep it in any condition yeah, buy and just it, stack it, buy it, keep it, you know. But a lot of the things I've had, I've had a lot of cool bikes over the years, but I've had like, I probably had fucking 10 Hobbits, 15 Hobbits or something. But it's like a lot of them are flipping and selling and like fixing and trying to get bikes out in the world for other people to ride and not keep around. There's like a couple of those bikes I wish I kept. Like my fucking, my, my perfect condition black Hobbit that I had was. But again, not a ra- not you know, something that's rare. I mean, yeah, it wasn't rare, but it cost me 200 bucks and it was like perfect condition. Like I wish I kept that one. But it's like, I don't know, this is the rare bikes that are like, man, those should stick around. And like, I, This is my answer to this question. 
too many mopeds is when they're when it becomes too many that they're actually rotting in your yard and becoming useless. Yeah. If they're if you can keep them in like a current state where they're salvageable and they don't get worse, you're good. Until that happens, you've got too many mopeds. Yeah. Like the guys where you where we find mopeds that are just like buried half in the mud, rotting away. Yeah. Like the limited that the Sean got that had the tree growing through it or some shit. Yeah, the garage is full, and now they've sat outside for 30 years. Well, yeah, yeah well, now it's useless. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> good like, job. Shit doesn't know, know it any good. But, like, I think, like, there's the whole, like, col- there's, like, the, the, the separating. There's the whole thing with, like, collecting bikes, and then there's the thing with, like, what's, like, an ideal amount. I think an ideal amount is, like, a stalker or something reliable that's going to run, like, your everyday kind of workhorse bike that's got a kit and, like, a project. Like somebody you're getting like you're working on to put down the road, and there's like that's three bikes. That's like any normal motor could have that. Like your stalker, you can loan it out to friends. You don't have to worry about it breaking down. Maybe even a mild kit or something set up on it. Or it's like cool. You have a cool, simple mild bike that's never going to break and just does what it does. And you don't have to be scared to loan it to a friend or put someone on it to like maybe get them into the whole thing. And then having your bike that you ride all the time that's got the kit and like fast and does stuff. And then, like, your next bike, your project, your winter build, like, whatever you're trying to kind of come up with. I think on the dreamer status. So, I'm, like, hunting for bikes. I'm like, oh, I think I could find the right person for that bike. And until I find that person, it's mine. <laughs> I <laughs> buy it. I'm the person until... And right now, it's mine until, like, that person comes across. I'm just like, you know what? This bike would probably work pretty good for you. You could be the new owner. <laughs> so, that is also a problem. Sort of. Because you just want to keep them all. That's the thing, too. Like, fucking trying to not get emotionally attached to bikes. Like Brad. Yeah, Brad. <laughs> Brad's got a lot of mopeds, and he rides none of them. Like, I don't know the last time Brad rode one of his own bikes. I think his only running moped is the Free Spirit, and that might not even be running right now. No, I, I, he's been riding. That Thomas, been a while. that Thomas you got from Follower probably runs, too. I think it's Pook. Yeah, but not yeah, Thomas yeah, frame. Yeah. But he bought something. that they bought that thing. I think he rode it twice. I'm gonna been, repo it. Been his garage since. Oh yeah, the club bought that. Yeah, it's club still owns it technically. That's been like dude, that's last scooter rally? Yeah. It's been thing. a year? Yeah, over a year. Yeah, bought a bike a year ago. I've only seen him ride it once. Yeah, I want to repo it. Oh god. I feel And then but what do you do with it? Sell it. But, it's, but also that's like that's oh man that's another topic that someone asked us about. But then that's the whole. I'm going to get into that next. We'll go to that next. But like that's a weird bike. Yeah, it's not just a like normal. Moped. You can't get rid of it. So it's like it's hard to do. You can sell it, but it's going to just like be shit for someone else to deal with. The conundrum is also this is this it's, bike is how I met Aaron Fowler. It's got a bunch of like custom parts or like you know it's weird custom build with a bunch of fancy parts. Which isn't necessarily the easiest thing for someone new to wrap their head around. Yeah, I kind of want to buy it as a club and just repo it and just keep it as a club bike and fix it up a little bit better. Yeah. You know, loaner. For the, like a club loaner. Which is always a good thing to have, especially if you guys are hosting rallies and stuff. Like, it's cool to like... Ah, oh man, that's another whole topic, man. The whole idea of loaners. It's like... You want people to come to your rally... Not necessarily everyone's going to have a bike, especially if people are flying across the country for your rally. So it's cool to be able to have like, you know, five, ten bikes maybe that you can loan out for people. But what clubs are like keeping 
10 runners around that they can just loan out. That's like a, that's a whole other thing about having with licensing, more, more bikes, like more bikes in your horde. You know, if you're a state that licenses, that's ten bikes you got to license. Yeah, you know, and somebody's got to own it. Mm-hmm. So that's another tricky thing. It's like and ten bikes for us is what? It's not that many. It's two hundred bucks for ten bikes. Yeah, it's not to license money. per year. Yeah, to plate them and shit. But it's like, man, it's like it's a hard thing to do. Like, I remember, I remember the first rally that i really like spearheaded or whatever and i was like i was so frantically trying to build loners for like months dude i was like yo who's got i was in our in our communal garage that we had in sean's shop and i was just like yo who's got a i bike? remember this yeah i was like who's got a bike that i can like loan out man like something I'll, if it needs if a little not, bit of work well i'll fix it real quick yeah, if it's not running i'll fix it like i got bike lights i bought bike lights we'll just put bike lights on them and like send them yeah we fixed up a bunch of bikes that's how brad first fell into that free spirit Cause like we fucking kitted it out with some parts that fucking Noah had. Oh yeah, and we fucking loaned it out for the rally, and then Brad rode it around. I was like, "Oh, this thing's sick. Can I can I buy the parts and keep it?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." Like, you know, but like, I don't know. There's a lot that goes into that whole process of trying to like. So some people are like spoiled. They're like, you know, oh, every city I go, I know I'm getting a loaner. Like, or like they just think they're gonna get a loaner out the gates. Never, Especially if they've never been. Have you somewhere. ever gotten a loaner in a city? Have you gone somewhere and gotten a loaner once? And it was I like, have not. but it was also like. One of our friends that used to live in Richmond, it was like, it wasn't even moped. It was like, oh, yeah, your bike broke. Yo, you, and that was you just recently, right? When your bike broke, you got a loaner. Yeah, my bike broke and I got a loaner. But it's like, I still try to take a bike there, you yeah. know? But it's That's like, different. yeah. I don't know. Like, the whole, like, the loaner thing's hard, and especially, like, you know, people, like, assume they're going to get a loaner. It's like, you got to think how tough it is on other clubs. We should fly out somewhere and see if we get a loaner for the weekend. Well, it depends where I and go. see how it goes. I know I can get loaner. Especially if it's not a rally time. It's like, yo, you're just going somewhere to visit. You definitely can get a loaner. Easy. Like, cool. When we go visit San Francisco, we can get loaners. Yeah. Like, yeah, loaners on deck. Who wants, what do you want? I used like, to offer a lot of loaners. I'll take the, I don't DS, anymore. I'll take the DS50, bro. I don't, ha- I don't have anything good I would trust. Yeah. I used to loan on my personal bike. Like, if it was, like, someone I really trusted. That's like, different, someone in my yeah. club, like, that's a different thing. It's like. When Marvin came to visit Richmond, I was like, yo, here's my Hobbit. Have fun. Here's a lock. Here's the key. Go explore. Do whatever you want to do. Like, here's the key to the house. Like, you know, like, someone yeah. you really trust, you just give them the keys to the fucking castle, dude. To do what you want, bro. Yeah, have fun. Call me if you need me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, I guess, like, that'll lead us into, like, this whole topic that uh, Charlie brought up. Yeah, Charlie from the Buzzards. So, uh... So, uh, so, uh, motherfucking, what's your favorite uh, moped? uh, motherfucker, uh, what the, uh, <laughs> Charlie, Narwood Charlie from Narwood Skateboard, skateboarding, <laughs> skater boarding, fingerboarding. Charlie does a lot of cool shit. I wish I was cool, Charlie. Uh, so what makes the perfect raffle bike? Is it something stock that the winner can, like, you know, really make their own, or is it something that's over the top and built, or is it something else? And I think we've talked about this before. This topic's like a tricky one. It's like, you know, you, the hard thing with raffles are is you don't know who's coming to your rally. You don't know who's going to win it. So you kind of want to build something that's like good for everyone. It's like cool if like you have never ridden a movie before. I've seen it go both ways. People get like a nice clean stalker and they're just not that excited about it, you know? And I've seen people get kitted fucking, you know, like, Bikes that look kind of clapped out, but they're like, they got a lot of good shit on. They're just like, oh, what am I going to do with this? You know, I'm just like, yeah. eh. And I've seen super custom bikes, too. Like, I've been to rallies where, like, bikes are nice, custom builds, painted, 
like fancy fucking bikes and you're like oh this bike's like who makes cool bikes fucking um i'm kind of happy with the happy medium the dead possum bike this year's what like, they made yeah. three bikes they had some fire fucking mopeds do they have the Your fucking derby the, they, killer do they have that side cart they had the fucking derby variant they had cool bikes that they raffled off like we raffled off that cool variant that one year rebels have had that you guys that you guys painted and everything like I've seen, like really cool bikes. We try get to send, we, we try to tend to do. We try to get the cheapest bike we can, and put as little money in as, as we can. So like one year we got a Gorelli Basic, brand new for peanuts, almost no miles on it. So that was like, do you fuck with it? No, it doesn't need to be fucked with. It runs. But like one year we got a Tomos, and it needed, uh, you know, we ended up putting a kit on it and a pipe, I think, and plus some other, you know, cables, yeah. and made it a nice bike. So now. It's basically a stock bike, but a slow ass kit, you know, with a, you know, but it's a good bike. But what makes it like the perfect rally bike? Is it like just whatever you guys can come up with that's something, affordable? Something somebody can sell. If they don't want to keep it. Yeah. I think that's important. Yeah. Like I feel easy like, enough to sell. I think Moped had that one rally bike they did that had like a lot of weird Franken build, like custom shit happening. Like, it was real crazy, like AB7 pulling into some weird shit to some other weird shit. It's like bikes like that are like, that's not something you can sell. It's not. Oh, they were running like, yes, uh, like mini bike tech on it and shit. Basically. I don't know. They, they did like weird shit. Like, I've definitely, I definitely feel like Upjet. that's part of it. Like, Upjet's bike is complete fucking anomaly. <laughs> Franken fuckstart bike. The super, super maxi chopper thing. It's like, that's not even something like you. Luckily, Matt Brappers would want it because he could take it home. Like most other people, would be like, "Oh well, this isn't going to fit on the trailer." If my number got called and I've done it before, I would not have answered. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like what am I going to do with it? Nothing I can do with that. I let someone else win this. Yeah, let someone else. I'm, I'm more. I want to win the the like the the upjet panties or something like funny. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know, man. That's a thing, man. Because because like, there's also so many other great prizes. But again. If you're going at a rally and you don't necessarily want the fucking raffle bike, pass it over. Let somebody win it that's, that would, would like it. Or win it and gift it, dude. I remember like that fucking... I don't think, I don't think Nigel gifted it when like, when you guys raffled the splatter Tomos and Aaron, Aaron won it. And that was her first moped. Yeah. That shit was fucking awesome. Yeah, that was cool. Like her first rally, her first like raffle, she won the bike. It's, and is that the one where she won on a free ticket? Yeah, no, Nigel gave her the ticket. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was like Nigel's ticket. And like, oh, here, here have this ticket. Like, have some, have some tickets or something. And she won the bike. Just don't awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it worked out. But it's like, I don't know. I feel like the whole, like, I feel like Stalker is, like, pretty ideal. I think being a little wild is good. I'm, I'm going to say that being a little wild is good and good taste. Like, so yeah, I've seen Legion build some really way. cool shit where it's like, uh, you know, like, all right, we got some fucking classic Legion sissy bar and big ass handlebars, like some weird, like fat tires, but it's like still a crazy functional bike. Looks cool. And sturdy. Yeah. Like, like something good, like, like, you know, like that's their style. It fits their club. It's, it's like part of their essence. And that, that would be a cool raffle bike for them. But like for us, we don't have like for our club in particular, there's no like iconic thing on a bike that would make it like a rebel rouser bike you yeah, know yeah. so we just try to find something that's just a good bike you know remember the like, yeah one that like the jack the bike that jacks has right now like his kraken 
is the bike that I won at Legion. And that was a cool win. And it was a cool win. It was an interesting bike, but it was like another one of those weird custom builds. It was like an arrow with a Sebring tank welded to it. And they cut the mounts or something to fit like a an E50 onto the arrow frame. And then like welded some sprocket thing together from the, to make the sprocket. Double sprockets. Line. So it was a it was a weird bike. And I feel like for some rando, like that would have been like, but like a hard again, bike to win. How many randos are there buying tickets? True. You know? I mean, I saw two randos win prizes at fucking Legion this past year. Like, yeah. Two of their three bikes went to, like, randos. But if you can't take it home and sell it, I don't think it's something you want. Yeah. You know? Even if you don't plan on doing that. Like, if you're building the bike, you you, you know, you're going through your head, what do we get? What do we buy? What do we build? How wild do we want to make it? Like, mm-hmm. if you can't physically sell it or get rid of it. And then you could also take it from, like, the club perspective. It's like, you... You definitely want to get something that's going to be cost effective for you guys to like build time out. effective too. Yeah, time effective, cost effective for you guys to build out and take How the many time to raffle off. Perfectly good joints were wasted building the uh, upjet bike. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Pete got some good YouTube footage out of it. Like, <laughs> got some views. Uh, shout out second stroke. Yeah. Um, I mean, it wasn't a waste for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was fucking funny. It was a funny bike to play with. No, I agree. I think it was good PR. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't know. I feel like uh, it's a hard topic, man. Because like I've like the the idea of like building the fast, really cool bike costs money. It costs money. It's like oh man, I've been to rallies. Was like yo, this custom bike has got all these fast parts. Like yo, this thing's sick, and everyone's and for us, raffle tickets. Like I feel like you're not gonna sell more raffle tickets just because the bike has more parts on and, it. Yeah, and in the end it's the the typically for us we don't make money on the rallies typically. You know, like we'll come out occasionally ahead, you know, or or close, but like realistically the raffle bike pays for the kegs of beer. And yeah. so that's something we you know like from a financial point we're looking at it going, "All right, like I said, good cheap send it." You know, what's going to buy the tickets? What's going to get the people in the door? Like no one wants to buy like a really shitty bike. So they're not gonna like spin raffle. I don't know, man. Sometimes they might. Like this year's Legion rally. Like uh, we're still postponing. People have asked us when we're, if we're hosting another ride and chatter, but we're po- postponing any sort of announcements on it because we don't know what we're gonna do yet. Okay. Could just be a date, date old school kicking it back even less. Come ride, go home. No chili. No chili. Well, because we don't have a place to live right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. You don't put it on Girl Chris. And nah, man, you can't do that. Can Can you imagine? Hey, I rented this house for me. Oh yeah, by the way, part of the uh, lease agreement is we host a fucking stupid party and drive you crazy all weekend long. <laughs> but there are also like you know Girl Chris in your club, so it's also like something they know like happens there every year, and like they've known about that forever. You still can't so, do it. You know, like realistically, but that's just, not like a like a like lease tenant owner kind of shit. That's like moped friends, moped club kind of thing. It's something that could be discussed if you guys really wanted to. I bring think we're it up. we're having a meeting about it this. Like week. if you guys really wanted to bring it up, it's something you could bring up, and it wouldn't be it wouldn't be like hard bringing it up. It's not like no nah, some random. No, nah, it wouldn't know? be a hard ask. But we we put an offer in on a house, so hopefully that'll go through. Oh, you did? Yeah, another. You, offer. you liked it? The one you guys went and saw? Yeah, okay. I liked it enough. Okay, cool. I want to see it. Um, show me pictures later. Um, the pictures are garbage. There's two pictures <laughs> online. It's, it's in foreclosure now, so we have to. We're, we're battling that now. 
All right, so we got uh, Hair by Eric on Instagram asked us about uh, winter cold weather riding. Gear or just like in general, like do we do it? Just in general. I feel like, like I said, for us, like our wet, our winters aren't really bad, so we can ride all year. I feel like, like we do a lot of grilling chills in the winter too, though. Yeah, like campfires yeah. and fucking like, yeah, we're going to do a little quick ride and fucking grill some burgers Moped and barbecues. And like, it's all about gear, man. Like you wear some long johns. And you fucking layer upright, like the new gloves I got from uh, that I actually won at uh, Rebel Riding Chatter Rally. They were like th- toss out gifts from um from Scoot, Scoot Richmond. Thanks, Chelsea. Yeah, Moto Scoot Richmond. Like I, I got this glove. Thanks, actually, Seven Hills for bringing them over. I actually got a pair of gloves, and then someone didn't like the ones they had, and we traded. And I got like black and like high vis like gloves, and they're so fucking warm, dude. I fucking. Was ripping on my motorcycle on the highway the they other brought night. Over a literal like degrees, giant man. box of gloves yeah. of like old inventory stock. They were ran. I'm sure Ben had something to do with that too. So Ben, if you're listening, thanks, bud. But yeah, I still have those gloves, and that's what I wear in the winter, and they're fucking amazing. They're perfect. So like gloves are key. Um, no half shell helmets are key. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I mean, really, gloves are the main thing. Your hands just get fucking cold and, like, decent shoes. Under helmet mask if you're into it. Wool socks. I wear the, uh, I take, like, a, a knit cap and cut the top of it out of it and slip it over before I yeah, put my yeah. helmet on. Like, they, they make those if you want to buy them. Or you can just, like, cut make your hat. Noah does the uh, t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> he just wears, like, a t-shirt and, like, pulls it halfway down his head. Puts his helmet on. Yeah, the, the sock. Yeah. Because they make one that's, like, a sock. It's super thin. It just keeps the wind off you. I have one that I that I, I didn't buy it. I want it at a scooter rally or something, but it's super thick. Too thick for the helmet. Yeah, it's, it's it's not so much too thick for the helmet. It's too thick for like the my hair plus the thickness of that plus my helmet. Like it makes too much bulk in the back of my neck. Ashley bought and me one. I can't fucking move my head around. And the sock is like, you know, almost two foot. Like when you just like hold it up, it's almost two foot. So to, comp- to compress that between your shoulder, it makes too much bulk. It's just too much bulk, and then you you've got all the shit, and you're yeah. I feel like you're wearing a fucking neck brace. Yeah, yeah. So I can't do Hans that. Hans device. <laughs> Which I don't. I, you know, if I was wearing that, that's fine. But that's not the point. Perfect. You're gonna go ride dirt bikes in the woods. You don't want to break your neck. Yeah, I'm looking for another one of those too. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go look at a DR350 this week. Not wearing. I was just like, yeah, stop buying shit, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna see if he's gonna trade some pow pals for it. Um, um, speaking of heat strokes, since uh, we talked about them earlier, um, well, actually, we didn't. They applied from a put army branch, but they didn't go through the final process out. of it. They backed out on their own accord. Yeah. yeah. So heat strokes access, uh, which, is, which is cool again because that shows growth and like the the yeah. understanding of the process. And they want to take their time, and also that one like rogue member who just signed them up. Which is what I should have done for Overrisers. I should have like hyped someone in your club to just apply you guys. I told you guys just apply. <laughs> Anybody out there. Nobody did it. All, all seven listeners wouldn't fucking do it. I didn't think it could actually work. I would have done it. Oh, it would have. Yeah, totally would have worked. <laughs> I'm like, yes, Simon, can I make this happen? That would be funny. Uh, so anyway, like he strokes asked, uh, what's the best and worst moped, in your opinion? Best. Mm. Then you get into like the joke w- answers, like "Oh, the one that's running, bro." No, like the worst, <laughs> like is the probably the AMF rear engine rear friction drive bike. I don't even know it's that like one. The, the thing is called a Roadmaster. 
I've seen a regular Roadmaster, but it had like a V1 on it. So yeah, it's like a, it's got like, and they're they're cool, kinda, because they're unusual, and you don't see that many of them. Something like that, maybe, because it's still technically a moped, sorta, I guess. Um, that those weird Indian mopeds. That weird Honda you had would be a worse oh. one. Well, it was four stroke. Still a moped. Indian's four stroke. Oh man, it was like that P50, like full motor and everything's in the rear wheel. Like, really cool. Real cool. Bad moped. Bad moped. Real weird. The worst moped I've ever ridden is an MB5. Slow motorcycle? Slow motorcycle. I'd say that's the worst motorcycle and worst moped award. I've seen a fast one, but it also involved, like, tons of extra work. Which is, like, that's, like, part of mopeding, doing tons of extra work. Or you could buy an SV650 for $1,500. bucks. Well, that's not, it's not a motorcycle. It's a different game. Yeah, it's that's but then what I'm you saying. When you get into that, you're getting into shifty fifties. You're and crossing stuff. the lines. So then it's like, oh, well, we can talk about GPRs, and you want to talk about MB fives, like you know, like you know, shit like that. GPR is a different game. Water cooled, fucking high revving, no, 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 more man. torque. MB five, shifty fifty, shifty fifty, shifty fifty, bro. Shitty shifty. NS fifty, bro. Catch me in the street, son. Moped. Catch me outside. I never forget <laughs> fucking Sal wheeling the shit out of that thing. <laughs> Dumping the clutch. Feet hanging off the back, like God, he just lost so, total so control. Sketchy. <laughs> Sketchiest fucking wheelies I've ever seen. I'm just like dying back there, and he just lands it and goes. And I'm just like, there's no way he's coming away from this. Was like in drag races in New Orleans. Yeah, just crazy <laughs> shit, man. It's like, how is that bike still? Although they are really good bikes, I wouldn't vote the MB5 for the worst moped. It's, uh... I want to talk about an actual moped, like Gorelli, bad clutches. No, I can't agree with you there. Sax, bad clutches. Yeah, I can agree with you there. <laughs> Some people really like Saxes. But a great moped. You don't fuck with it. 35 miles an hour, you can get out of it no, no problem. Oh, yeah, yeah. What, is, what kind of moped are you talking about, man? It depends like how, what kind of bike we're referring to here. Like, Yawa. Like I said, there's a dude from Mocha Moped that loves Yawas, dude. Yeah, but again, it's opinion-based. So yeah, it's, it's opinion no based. facts here. Badavis? Like, I would never, ever want a Badavis, but I know there's someone out there who's like, yo, man, I got the Starflight, bro. Check it out. Is it a Badavai? <laughs> Bartavis? Batavis? I think it's actually a Batavis. And mine's got a 103, so I can't hate on mine. Mine's sweet. Hmm. <laughs> Worst moped ever. That's a hard one to say, dude. It's all opinion based, bro. Best moped ever. What is? What do you call it? Best. At the Hobbit would be up there for me. I think the Hobbit's pretty high because I've had a ton of Hobbits, but I feel like I think it's just a clever design. I think it's a well thought out design. That's what I like about it's it. It's really hard topic because it's all opinion, dude. Like what I'm looking at is like design based. What what is Derby do its function? Derbies that were built really, really fucking really well. stout. They were like. The most over-engineered moped. I'd almost say Derby over Vespa. I mean, over Vespa, over the Ford Hobbit, sturdy because of the rider the position, sturdy, comfortable rider position, the functionality of it, the durability of it. A little taller than most other ones. Motors were pretty solid. Three different motors: pyramid reed, flat reed. Now, given there are board. other bikes like that. Who who would probably also call? I mean, the Fox. I mean, that's you know would totally yeah. be in the Derby category, you know. But but for us here in the states, what we have access to, yeah. I'd probably vote a Derby. Fucking 
chain drive, very dual variated and chain drive. So you got gearing. I'm going to vote on functionality alone, not because of the performance and what you can get out of it. Like in stock form, it's comfort, comfortable as fuck. You can ride dubs. It's durable. The seat height, the ride height. It's just a great bike. The funny thing is I hate putting it at the top just because people put it at the, on a pedestal. Like so many people put derbies on a pedestal, but it's for, when you look at it from a mechanical a standpoint, reason, from a functionality standpoint, though, it's like it makes it makes all the sense. It's for a reason. It's for a reason. Like uh, I would also vote the Vespa Grande for the same reason. That was a great bike. Yours was sweet. Stalker with a pipe, right? Except it's one fault with the shitty frame braking uh, stock. Like, you don't have so much of that in the Derby land. Yeah. You know? You don't, ha- you don't ride down the road and all of a sudden your subframe goes, Doom! I'm out of here. <laughs> Peace! <laughs> you know? Sparks are flying. All of a sudden you're a low rider. I'm, I'm going to agree with... I'm going to agree on Derby. And, like, I'm a Hobbit guy, so I feel like I'm betraying my people. Yeah, but if you had to ride, you bought a, a Vespa, stock. So, oh man! If you had to ride a stock Wait, derby, what would you want to ride longer? Longer, yeah. yeah I would want to ride the derby longer. Yeah, that body position on the derby, a lot longer. A lot longer, easily. <laughs> you know, that that shows our age right there. What about low bars? <laughs> How if you want to ride the cooler looking bike? Well, most bikes didn't come with low bars. People put low bars on them. Yeah, true. Like Hobbit had some comfortable ass stock bar position put low bars on a derby you look stupid i like pedals you know pedals are still fun pedal around there's no way because the neck height on the derby is so tall you'd have to get like stock tennis bars and flip them upside down to get low bars (laughs) cafe i still got stock bars on my cobra dude it's great i don't think i want to get rid of them it's really hard for me to trade them out i got like some of those like bmxy kind of like bars yeah with the crossbar Mm -hmm. the chromies but I'm like, that's gonna drop the position like another couple. I'm like, it's hard. Yeah. There's a fine line between looking cool and like comfortable functionality. What about that, dude? Still worse moped. Like style over all, or try to be comfortable. Comfortable. Comfortable for me takes the cake. That's your old man coming out. Nah, because like I've got a really cool Vespa Chow and I love it. But I can't ride it. Real uncomfortable. Real rigid, full rigid. Yeah. Like. Just a fucking cunt of a moped. When I got into mopeds, I've, I've talked about it. You guys have heard me talk about it before. When I got into mopeds, it's because of my obsession with the fucking mode became 40T. And finally got my 40T. And I finally got it Long fucking riding. And low and sexy and Riding row and clip on bars and rigid in the back. And you just ride the thing. And it's just like bumps and humps and dumps and your fucking wrists hurt and you're just like your back hurts i think rigids are for collectors butt sore it depends it's like it's cool to have yeah i have i want one and i rip it but it's not something i want to ride all the time dude i rode that fucking rigid in a couple of rallies and i'm just looking back i'm just going how fucked up was i how did i make it through that how many muscle relaxers did i have to take on the ride home (laughs) Not that many, apparently. A couple years. That's what a couple years do to you. How old so, are you? Me? Yeah. Oh, I just had my birthday. 30, I'm 36 now. 36. I told someone I was 26 the other night. They're like, really? I'm like, yeah. 
Mm. I can still pull off Black 20s. don't crack. Black don't crack, baby. <laughs> I mean, skin's still looking real soft out yeah, here. Yeah, looking real real good. I've seen some people at 30 looking rough, I'd make boy. a skin suit out of you. <laughs> That's like, shout out to Cocoa Butter, son. Mm-hmm. I watched this like video the other day. I met someone ranting and raving about black soap. And it's like, it's like soap for like black people. It's like made in Africa and shit. It's like made up with like fucking like... Special Oil, oils, oils, and, and like sh- shea butter and shit like in it. It's like three degree, three ingredients. It's like, but then people were like making this like knockoff version with like dyes and shit in it to make it look the same. So we were like, man, this I'm fucking African soap's fucking lame. And like, me personally, I, I I don't use any of that. So just zest. He's a zest man. I'm an axe man. Dude. Oh yeah, yeah, axe. I've gotten into the Dove Men Care soap. I've used that before with the lotion. Yeah, no, this is just like the bar, the hard bar. Oh, okay. So it's got almost like scrubby stuff in it, but no hair sticks to the bar soap. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't used a bar of soap in years, bro. You a washcloth and a bar of soap guy, or just a bar of soap? Lufa. Lufa? And, and liquid soap, dude. I don't, I don't use any fucking bars. Get the old booty tickler back in there and okay. just. <laughs> yeah, watch out of Thomas's house, dude. He's still got fucking nut hair fucking stuck to his bar of soap and shit. Pubes nah, all man. over it. Yeah, don't bring your kids over and go wash their mouths out with the same soap that's been all over my nuts. Yo, speaking of washing your mouth out with soap, so my one homie that I used to live with, who was like the first person I ever know, I ever knew to get into mopeds. We've heard this one. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've heard of him and you heard the story about his pink fucking bike and him building all this shit before. But. And the bar soap. Have we? Yeah. We really talked about that yes, before? Yes, absolutely. 100%. Well, have you heard about it or have we talked about the I've show heard before? I've, no, I've not. I've heard about it in this room on this show. Really? Yeah. Damn. It's been a year, man. We've talked about a lot of stuff, man. Yeah. Sorry. We well, can, I guess I, I got to get into it now. I can't just leave you hanging. I'm put a bar of soap in his mouth. Someone's someone's just like, man, I can't leave him hanging. There's anyway, gonna be that guy, uh, that girl who didn't hear it. Yeah. Anyway, my homeboy that got me into mopeds. Like when he was little, he was a little badass. Him and his brother out there fucking around, and like got like, in a fight with the neighbor's kids or some shit, and like you know cursed at his mom or something. And his fucking dad was in the Marines, and his dad came home and was just like, "All right, you, you think you're tough? You think you're a man? You think you want to talk some shit and say say this and that or the other?" Like. He pulled out a brand new bar of soap and he sat on the table in front of his son and was like, eat the bar of soap. And, and he was like, fuck you, dad. I'm not doing that. Like, yada, 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 or whatever. And his dad's like, oh, really? He's like, not nah, fuck you, dad. You eat the soap. And his dad's like, looks him dead in his eyes. Didn't say a word. Looks him dead in his face. Opens the bar of soap. Takes a bite. Chews it. Swallows it. Takes another bite. Chews it. Swallows it. Eats the whole bar of soap right in front of him without saying a word. And then pulls out another bar and puts them on the table and says, your turn. That's not the same story I heard. No? No, but I, you told a bar of soap story before, so this is new. Oh, okay. See? Fuck with me, dude. Yeah, that was his bar of soap story when he when he thought it was hard talking some shit. And he thought he thought he could punk his dad. He thought he could punk his like army dad. But like, you eat this fucking soap. No, I'm not eating that. that you eat it. Motherfucker's hard as nails. Hard ass fucking dad. It's like, okay, son. You want to try me, son? All right. And ate that fucking bar of soap and then sat another one out for him, dude. He ate I, it. I'll agree with that. He didn't platform, like it because like anytime you let's just say you get a prospect, you can't ask a prospect to do some shit you can't do or won't do. Yeah. You know. 
Hey, take your clothes off. Take your fucking clothes off. All right, naked. All right, your turn. Your turn, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, naked now. Your turn. Yeah, I'm a dangling, <laughs> dick dangling out here in the streets. Your turn. Yeah, it's a little cold out. <laughs> Dude, I saw my first Hobbit build the other day in a picture. I went looking for some old pictures, like the one with the the fucking teal tank and like. My low bars and my fucking little baby tiny hobbit. I'm like, dude, that was a little toy bike. Back in the up on. It was a good picture, too. It was right beside Mike Berry's fucking Laguna. I was like, damn. My bike was, my bike was touching like some subject change moped from, royalty. From naked dick dangling straight to your old hobbit. Smooth, right? <laughs> Transition was seamless. Smooth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, um, our buddy uh, Dewey Martin. Over, Dewey! Uh, Who's actually made us this awesome fucking cup holder out of recycled skateboard decks that I'm using right now? Yeah. To hold my can of spray. I thought we were gonna get some more of those too. Do we? We need more cup holders, bro. At least one more. Be nice. Yeah. One or two. Hook us up. Um, we still got his keychain things too. They're rad. We'll send um, you a uh, self-addressed envelope if we need to. We got some things. We got some stuff. I'll send you some stuff, bro. Um. Yeah. Anyway, he asks, uh, <laughs> "What's the proper way to rip dicks?" And not seem like an asshole. And I love that question because ripping dicks is what my piss is all about. Like, even if you're not going super fast, I still want to feel like I'm ripping dicks, dude. There's just sometimes you could be on a bike that's 35 miles an hour and you're in the right traffic or the fucking leaves are falling. Read our Rebel profile. And a nice winding back road and you're just like leaning back on your bike like, oh, it feels Wide so good. Wide open throttle, 28 miles an hour. It it's going is I forget exactly what, what the wording is, but it's, it's like going as fast as you can on the slowest bike ever. Like yeah. it feels like you're hauling ass. There's something to be said about that. Cause here's the thing. Like when you ride motorcycles in the city, boring, boring as fuck. Like riding a bike that can do a hundred at like 30 miles an hour, like feels, it feels bad. There's something about it. it. Just doesn't feel fun. But when you're riding a moped, that's only made to go 25 or 35 or something and you're going 50 or going 45 40 or whatever speed you're doing it feels great to be full throttle and like getting on your bike so i feel like you can rip dicks without even going fast like you can be ripping dicks without going fast especially in a pack of of like equal bikes yeah like we went out trading off fucking killing it and i really thought i was hauling ass like i was clipping Getting you fucking barely off the line, and I was smoking. The bike was fucking running good and humming. And I look back, and you're in the distance a little bit. And then I look at the speedometer; it's like 29. <laughs> Just like, man, I thought I was going way faster. Than yeah, depends what you're doing. Especially like, like at a rally, I definitely get like the the thing about like feeling like an asshole. Like, if you're like, if you're an aggressive rider, people might think you're an asshole. But it depends, like the style of riding you do like when i hear about california rallies in san francisco i hear like everyone's just fucking balls to the wall and zipping and weaving and bobbing and doing all this shit and when i go to legion rallies it's like all right we're zooming through cars we're zooming through traffic we're kind of like mob mentality like doing all sorts of wild stuff and there's like boring ass rides that are like okay guys we're gonna ride two abreast no one's gonna do any passing like the fucking Steve Brown episode, don't pass the fucking leader. Don't pass the fucking leader. Don't pass the fucking leader. Like, there's shit that's like, 
it depends on the group you're in, man. Like, there's if you're at a ride like that and we're like, don't pass the leader, and they want you to ride two abreast, they're like, yeah, someone might think you're an asshole. But we've been to scooter rallies that have been like that, where like they're really into formations and like stuff, and we show up and we're zipping around like little bees, you know, or like, like pissing off the scooter guys. That's like, I don't think it's pissing them off, but like when you show up to like they a, like seeing it, man. Yeah, it's a shit show. It's a it's a spectacle. But like when you show up to a formed official ride where it's a bunch of people who would not normally be that, you know, I guess loose riding, you know, they're super tight. Like, Oh, we're in the line. Let's go for enjoy the ride. And all of a sudden you've got a couple of shitheads ripping around and you're just zipping by those motherfuckers, man. It feels like you're ripping dicks. feels like you're killing it. And like, and that's the thing about ripping dicks. Like you can be at a rally. That's that's most rallies are paced. It's like, yeah, it'll seem kind of fast. If you're like in the, the back, back, go to the front. Go to the and back. You're, and you're blasting to the front. You're like, oh, you're ripping dicks right now. You're flying past people. You're passing people. You're getting it. But if you're at a at a rally like that and you're riding the very front of the ride, it's boring. It's My favorite like, shit is hit the lane block, let the cars pass, help with the lane block, drop to the back, haul yeah. ass back to the front. When there's another lane block needed, hit the lane block, then you're back in the back again. Yeah, pass to the front. That's the best way to rally, dude. Like and you, give people warning. And if you're riding in a stick formation, look before you get the fuck over because there could be me next to you yeah. passing by at 105 miles an hour. Also, don't stop uh, directly in front of someone trying to lane block. Yeah. I've seen people try to do that. They're like, oh, I'm going to lane block and help, but they'll stop like right in front of someone else. You know what pisses me with off? With no warning. What really fucking irks me, and it's not even that big of a deal. I'll be like hanging out, and it's somebody else's ride. <clears throat> Scooter clubs. And... <laughs> I'll be hanging out in the back because I'm just like bored and the ride is like whatever. It's like, oh, you know, I know where we're going, you know. Oh, and the guy in the back that's supposed to be the last guy. Like, you got to be in front of me, bro. Go. It's like, I'm going to dust your punk ass. Like, (laughs) fuck off, dude. (laughs) Say something. I got you. Oh, you might catch me off the line for a second, but I'm going to crop dust you. Not only with my exhaust smoke, I'm going to fart and fucking my shit smell is going to be in your helmet. The guy that has to be in the back. I'm I'm the tail gunner. I'm the tail gunner, man. <laughs> I told you as I was turning off turn off my notification. I definitely blew it on that, but whatever. Um, yeah, man, you can rip dicks all kinds of ways without being an asshole. Like, like I said, like if you're at a rally and the packs pace at 35 or something like that, no like, butt slapping. Look before you fucking <laughs> go by people. Like, um, don't you, swerve into people and like juke them. No, pa- you know? pass them to the left or something. Use hand signals. Try to like you know warn someone before you cut them off or cut in like and most of the time once you've done it once they know that that's your you know like your mo is like you're dropping back and cruising through and dropping back and cruising through and they look for you yeah and like that one rally around and the one girl was just like standing on her pedals the whole time it seemed sketchy because she was only riding standing up like i don't know man i don't know man i don't know bro i don't know bro i think the proper Proper way to rip dicks is just like to go to the back of the pack and like work your way to the front, and yeah. like you know do it in a kind of respectful manner. Don't just like yeah, because sometimes you're gonna get it held up with that three wide. You know you can't just fucking start. You can't blow your moped horn. Yeah, and get them out the way. Yeah, just like be respectful about it. Maybe we all do it, and then uh, tell me tell me stories, dude. Call us in and let us know how you're ripping dicks, dude. Because that shit's fun as a bitch. Yeah, I can't wait to do it again. Moped Monday is coming up. Yeah, Let's do it. Long dude. ride to the beach. For real, I was like riding the other day and I felt so good on my Hobbit. Now it's all back together and ripping good. I was just like, dude, my bike feels so fucking good. Like, 
feels like it feels good. Like solid. Just get on the gas and like no weird like hard, unknown vibration. Pull smooth. You let off it coasts. Like it rolls good. You're not fucking getting like weird like disc drag. I'm worried. I loaned my moped out for two moped Mondays. Oh yeah, yeah. I haven't checked it. So that could be the problem. That shot be alright. Good enough. For a bar hop. Alright, last topic, dude. Let's get last into it. Last topic. Oh, this one's fun. I saved this one for last. Thomas will love it. So our friend Mike from uh, Hide and Ready's uh, out in Chicago. He's a super cool dude. He actually has a really cool uh, screen print shop. So it's you know close to my heart because I'm a screen printer. It's called uh, Mike's T-shirts and stuff. <laughs> called uh, Modest Merch. So if you're in Chicago and you need some merch done, hit Mike's your boy merch. up. Um, and his topic is uh, butt plugs. Like to keep the water out of your exhaust when you're washing it? Uh, to put in other people's exhaust to like speed mod them? Hmm. To put in your butthole to keep it nice and loosed up for the ride. Smoke bombs? Do you do you take uh, poppers first or no? What you, would you use? You a poppers and butt, butt plug kind of guy or no? Nah, never have. <laughs> not that I wouldn't, I guess, but just haven't. Opportunity has not come up. I don't know. Tonight could be the night. Butt plug's kind of like off topic, but. I thought it was entertaining. So if you can just stick some, something in somebody's exhaust to like prank them, you know, like what is even a good thing to use? You know, for me, it's like a fuckload of motor oil, like thirty weight motor oil. Like let it smoke like a whore. Just pour it down, let it get hot, just steam everybody out, and stink, stink it out. That's a pretty good one. Could be anything. Uh, we got a late one in from Francis. How about uh, glitter? Rather bike up just spitting glitter out. God, that'd be fucking funny. It'd be annoying if you're behind him. Glitter bomb. Bring <laughs> <laughs> a strip club, sir. Or one of those colored smoke bombs. Yeah, we'll have to light eventually. Or like, you mean like the powdered shit? Like you do for like a gender reveal? God, that'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what if you just did gender reveal shit in people's pipes it, and speed it's bots? A boy! <laughs> what do you mean? That'd be funny. I'd be into that. That'd be fun. Uh, our homie Francis, that was on an episode a while back, uh, you know, it was young Francis, the uh, the pupiescent fucking 13-year-old that's at the rallies, getting it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, pre-mix or oil injection assuming you rebuilt the auto loop. Fuck you, dude. No one's using that shit, dude. Even if the fucking auto loop's on the bike, oh, you know I got a real technical question for I'm you. Stu- I'm still going to fucking pre-mix because it's a moped and I don't trust it. I think it's easier. I don't trust it. I'd rather just mix my gas. I mean, mix my gas and all, man. It's easier than worrying. Yeah. Like, I know it's mixed. 100% know it's mixed. No questions. Zero doubt that your fucking oil line's going to break, that your oil adjuster isn't dialed in. Can you even adjust the ones like on Tomo's? I don't know. On the old two-strokes, you could do it. Like the motorcycles. It had, like, a screw to adjust, like, how much oil went through it. And then it had like a cable, so when you hit the gas, it would also like rev up the oil injector. Hmm. Like I never like I literally take them off like out the gates, so I really don't remember what they do. You know? Yeah, I'm not into them. I don't. It, well, they're already gone typically. You know, like what mopeds really have them? Let's start there. What mopeds that you would ride have an oil injection? Oil injection today. Uh, new Tomoses. Did Honda Hobbits come with them? No. 
New Tomos's? Yeah, Tomos would have them. I think that was it, man. Uh, Revivals and shit. Yeah. Street meets. I don't know that any real pooks had them. Maybe. No, there was one because uh, the ZA50 had like like a cam or something popping out of it. I think that was for the oil injector. Hmm. Remember that? You ever seen one of those? I don't really fuck with ZAs, man. I like... I've only messed with like maybe three of them. Like ever. Yeah, I'm not fucking projection. I'm not into it. I think if it works, great. You know, but on a moped, the shit we ride most of the time isn't going to have it. So it's not worth it. I've seen people ride them and like who trust them. And I'm like, I just feel like it's a time bomb, man. Like, yeah, you can trust it, but it's just something else to worry about. That's probably going to go bad eventually. Well, then you're kitting a bike and then that changes your oil ratio. I mean, a Nicosol isn't going to take the same amount of oil, you know, or even cast iron is. It requires more oil. And there's the whole, that whole, like, Polini thing. Where, like, you know, people were seasoned Polinis because they were getting too much oil. Yeah. So, I don't know. Varies. Next. That's it, man. That's all the topics. No voicemails. All no, the topics No voicemails. We, we made all the topics. We made it through. Gave a shit. Just to, you and me. Gave a shit to talk about. Just you and me. Yeah, I thought it was good. Thanks for helping us out, guys. You know, so I didn't just blow through him. I actually was trying to... Yeah, I was going to call on a guest, but, you know, I figured we'd just chill this week. Stare deep into one another's eyes. Lonesome in a room. Should we uh, give the uh, the branch, like, update votes from last year? Yeah. The percentages? Yeah, why not? So, I, f- I found it. Oh, did you find the today's ones, too? Well, I just, I read you, uh, I don't know what the club uh, were, uh, percentage you're at yet. Okay. Yeah, I'll give us that later. They probably won't but, be in yet. Yeah, but I have the ones from last year. So, we got ACR, was it 29% last year? Mm. Black Black, was it 78%? Which is a lot. Like, our 78% was 29 people voting. So, it's like, yeah. 29 out of? 37. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, buzzards were 100% last year, 11 of 11. Casserolers were 43, 10 out of 23. Creatures were 10 out of 19, 53%. And that's a simple thing with just clearing your roster out to people that aren't active, you know? Yeah, I mean, that was a big thing. We brought it up this year before voting started. We're like, yo, clean out your rosters. You know, if you, like, just haven't done it yet, because sometimes people, like, have people that are off that just haven't updated online. Yeah. So that's, like, you know, that can definitely be part of it sometimes, too. Uh, Cream City Cranks were uh, 5 out of 11 last year, 45%. Decepticons, original Open Army Club. Decepticons were were 12 out of 19 last year, 63%. That's decent. Ghost Riders were 5 out of 25 last year. How many votes does Dan get? (laughs) I don't know if he's still a voting member or not. I don't even know if he's, like, active like that. Um... Green Bastards last year were 6 out of 7, 86%. That's good. Last year, Hell Satans were 3 out of 13. Ooh. Pretty bad. Does it tell you who voted? Um, No, I'm sure Simon knows. I'm sure there's like worse records of that somewhere, but like... 3 out of 13. 3 out of 13 last year. That's pretty low. But the thing is this, too. It was like 13... They were restructuring that. What are 13 active members... Who are the 13 active members of Hell Satans? Who, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Who are the three that voted? Joe Pirate, probably. Tab, at that time. And I don't know who else. I couldn't tell you. Probably. Sharon's. I think maybe Sharon. Sharon's probably still active. Yeah. 
Sherry Moon. But she's, I don't know if they converted her full over to hot and ready or not. I know she's got like some like dual club membership thing happening. Yeah, we're going to retire her. Um, put her in the Rebels. It goes like honorary for one or whatever. I don't think I don't she know. likes me that much though. Sharon's tight, dude. Yeah, she's good. Tight work. Um, hot and ready's had 7 of 17 last year, 41%. Kentucky Funeral Corpse, KFC, had 3 of 10 last year. And I feel like that was like they had just got it in. I feel like they just didn't even know what was going on. They just blew it. They just dropped the ball. Yeah, maybe. They'll probably do a lot better this year. Let's hope. I feel. Fingers they, crossed. They just got in. It was funny. Is every year a learning year for every club? <laughs> well, uh, well re- realistically, when, when you think about it, like last year, we were quit. We had quit or we're quitting. And are we in, even in that? No, you guys had yeah, quit already. Yeah, we had quit already. And so, like, it was still a lot of the clubs were restructuring or cleaning out rosters and, like, figuring out where they are. You know, like where they stand in the MA community. So, so we kind of have like those conversations in the, in the members forums prior to the whole voting thing happening. I'm hopeful that this year is going to be everybody's 75%, you know, voting. We'll see. I hope just because they're going to they're, they're clean out their roster. Like the conversation has been made. It's been two years. Yeah. You know, that's enough. That's more than enough time. You I know. see the club's under 50%. Like it's like they might have to get brought up for like. I think it should be automatic. Some shit, dude. Like, yeah, what's going yeah, on Yeah, like, here? it's not even... It's like... Uh, or at least have to defend it. No, it's like if you fucking... If you have a domestic dispute, you know, it's not... You you, you don't have a choice. The state presses charges against you. Like, in this case, <laughs> the fucking MA is the state. And if you're below XYZ during voting, you automatically get brought up for... Review. review. Well, we already do. We do reviews anyway. But there's no well, defined there's, number. Yeah, there's no it, like... It's always like... All right, does anybody think that we should call out Bob's two-stroke and poor room? You know, yeah, it's got to. It has to be like a call. And out. it was like, no, we like them. We like them. Okay, I think they're just to be an automatic. Like, hey, that that this, them's the rules. You yeah, know, that makes sense. Like, you fucking we just make a line. And like, yeah, you know, are you on the side of the line? Draw the line, line, motherfucker. Let's do it. Line in the sand. And this, this is again some of my issue with MA, you know, through the, through the course. If you would have stayed in, you could bring this up in the captain's forums and you guys could discuss this and you could start a conversation, but you wanted to quit like fucking little bitch. This bitch. <laughs> like a stinky little wet diaper bitch. Uh, so, where was I, dude? Fucking land squids. Is that where was that? Go up one. Yeah, KFC. Yeah. Yeah, land squids. Land squids are 8 out of 13, <laughs> 62%. Magnus had 9 out of 10, 90%. Uh, Motor City Riot had 7 out of 18, 39%. Mono had 5 out of 9, 56%. The Fleet, good old Mosquito Fleet, had 10 out of 27, 37%. Puddle Cutters had 14 out of 19, 74%. Our homies, Queen City Barons, 14 out of 14, 100%. Nice. Good job. Smog Squad had 11 out of 15 73%. I wonder if uh, QCB is going to be as strong in their voting this year. I think they would. Um, I haven't kept up with them, so I don't know. Yeah, the rally was fun. We yeah. had a good time there, dude. They're an active club, and they do their own things in their community. They do cool shit, man. Um, the Swoops had a 9 out of 29, but I feel like the Swoops roster had some weird like shit happening. Like I think they had like other people from other clubs like kind of on their roster for like Different for no reason. reason, maybe jokes and shit happening, weird shit going on. 
I, had, I feel like they had some weird roster shit happening. Maybe they're last playing. Year. They, were, they might have just been playing some recruiting games. And they were doing weird shit. Um, Zeros had thirteen out of thirteen at one hundred percent. Of course, and that's Good job, uh, all the MA clubs that are currently official. Yeah, you can talk all you want, but like when you when you got one. All right, so small clubs. You know, I can say that. Hey, I think you ought to be X Y Z to be a club. But again, if you've got a solid fucking group of small riders and you're applying, you know, you know, maybe it's worth it because those guys are totally in. But if you're applying and you got three real, you know, Mopec crew members and then like three maybe Mopec crew members and it comes voting time, you could easily be up for for the question: Are you worth it? And if you also want to like hear like you know like. Mopeds is already small, kind of scene, like in general. And it's like it was like this was 169 votes, like 169 people voted, like last year. That's like it's not a lot. No. So you think about mopeds like throughout the country. So maybe you like maybe you double that for like people that are you know close with official branches and stuff, and then maybe you double it again for like unofficial branches, like double the whole. You yeah. know, it's yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah, when does it become a joke? We, it's like we probably have less than a thousand people in the country that are like really into mopeds, which is nothing. Which is nothing compared to anything else. Oh no, there's probably a lot more into mopeds. They're just not into MA. We're not into it. You're like not into the, the level that most of us are into. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not saying like I'm putting MA on the same level like as everyone else. Like it's all the same. These people are not active. They're they might be active in the community. They might not be necessarily affiliated with a club, yeah. you know, but they're still yeah. active writers. So like, that's what I'm, saying. I'm saying there's maybe a thousand people in the whole country that are really into mopeds. Like, like, like as a serious hobby. So if you're out there and you're trying to start a new business, <laughs> right there, mopeds, bud. Yeah. Big, mopeds. big money maker. You want to pay your bills, start your moped magazine. <laughs> you could sell to a thousand subscribers once. No, his uh, market's probably bigger than, the country. Oh yeah, because he does art. Other countries do too. And and baby birthing. And uh, yeah, man, we're gonna start wrapping it up. Um, our homie Joe, uh, that won the raffle pack from a couple of weeks ago when we did episode fifty. Um, we did the dose gift cards. Those guys went out. They got there as easy because it was on the internet. And then the one that we're supposed to mail out the raffle pack, I did not do that. And. Ooh. I made, it, I made it up tonight. It's got a fucking it's a rebel light there, buddy. Rebel scooter mount from um our homies from Upvault, the electric uh, e bike club, and a bunch of stickers and sh- stickers and pins and buttons and cards and uh, Tomos from our buddy Alexander. We got some Shimba Collective. We got some Titty Bats. We got some Moped uh, Rich, and we're gonna throw in some T-shirts. What we got in our pockets? Uh, we took a little cute Polaroid for you, bud. Yeah, we took a Polaroid. <laughs> and I'm going to have that out for you this week. We got the box made up, and that's going to go out this week. Also... I think I got a bar receipt. <laughs> if you saw, like, the um, the moped pendants that we were talking about doing... A dollar business card. <laughs> the, moped, the moped pendants were flags, we were flags we were talking about doing a couple weeks ago. And I posted some pictures online. I made the order for them today. So, I kind of let people decide which ones we wanted to go with, and we're doing the moped graveyard. So, you know, perfect to hang up in your garage, perfect for the holiday season. Um, 
I'm going to do reprint the uh, Christmas shirts this year. And we still have our eye exam and our ride a moped shirts. So if you guys want a shirt or something, hit us up. And yeah, man. Oh, yeah. We got since it was kind of torn between the graveyard and the mopeds ride slow. I did mopeds ride slow stickers and I did the moped graveyards flag. So, you know, if you buy them, you will get the flag and a sticker like combo deal. Oh, and maybe maybe we'll what do are those going for? Oh, maybe we'll do a shirt or something, too. I was getting like 15 plus shipping for the combo, but maybe I'll just do $20 flat. So it's like easier to like yeah. do the math on it. Like, oh, whatever, it's 20 flat. You get the sticker and the flag and hang in a garage. T shirts are typically. Same thing, 20 shipped. Yeah. Yeah. Unless we're at a rally or something, 15. Yeah, that'd be easy. Because yeah. then you can get, well, we get a pretty good deal on shipping. Yeah. Well, it's sometimes like it just depends where they're at, too. It's like, and I try to do like priority. Like, if it's like. Some some places are closer like three bucks. Sometimes it's like seven bucks. So it just depends where they're living. Yeah. So I feel like that's like easy flat fee. It's like you cool. just putting a stamp on the pendants. No. <laughs> That'd be funny. Just writing on the back of they it. Get, put a stamp. They show up all raggedy, dude. <laughs> this thing looks rough. Probably give them a nice roll. Put them in a little box. They're big, dude. They're, I'm doing um. They're uh, eighteen inches long. So I think they're eight by eighteen. That's big. Yeah. I want me visible enough, you know. Well, let's wrap it up. Let's go shoot, cool. some, shoot some guns out back. <laughs> I'm going to fucking get dressed and get to work, man. Uh, thanks for listening to Moped Monday Podcast, episode 54. Flog your car. <laughs> Fuck your moped. Uh, so, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? <laughs> Touch your flower, is it moving? Like, no, nah, feel free locked up. Sounds like you're fucked, dude. Oh boy! Wah, wah, wah.